spider. Oh, Christ. Three. <laughs> Must be part of that 28 days later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> more Z. Oh, God. Yeah, we need to talk about that. Three and a two and a one. Un, deux, trois. Il. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> that was a that was a ninja one. He came out of nowhere with that. One. Stealthy, like yep. Three, <laughs> he's back, bitches. <laughs> Seriously, David, why am I getting tweet notifications if I have Twitter closed? I'm in or Mountain Lion. On an iDevice, you get them anyway. And your oh, message is cute because uh, yeah. I got to shut that off in the system preferences, don't I? Yeah. Because I get them on my iPad even when I have Twitter. So it's under notifications. I go on there and I click off. Wait, you're not doing live tweet? Oh, damn. I forgot. I'm sorry. I have to open open the Twitter anyway, don't I? Yeah. Where is it? Come on, son. You know, I bitch about uh, Mountain Lion, but I I really like this launch pad. Yeah. It's really nice. I do like it. Dude, I've been been playing around uh, DAP with uh, Windows 8. We bought a, um, we bought a, uh, a, a Ultrabook to, uh, just to get the sense of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. It's perplexing. Yeah. Windows 8. Yeah. Dude, I had to Google on my PC, my desktop, how to add a user account to this to the system. It's it is I couldn't figure it out for the life of yeah, me. I kept going to settings and I'm like, um, okay, there's nothing indicating user. I'm like, settings, where else would it be? So then I Google and it's like, oh go to settings. I'm like, okay. And then it's like, oh, and there's a little thing in the corner you have to click on to unhide all the settings. I'm like, uh, well, adding users <laughs> is, is considered something you don't need to actually have ready ready access to? Really? I'm like, oh do this. Let's do this. Let's get it all set. All right, not to be rude. Three, two, one. Eleven o'clock comics, episode two hundred and thirty-nine. Ooh, binary. <laughs> I'm feeling feisty. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Done! I'm out of here. The one, the, one, the one thing he says in the show. Is, Fuck this. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah, my fucking spot. Ooh, <laughs> big mouth. Oh, wow. That's it. That's not deep. They get all riled up. Fuck hey. Body Mouth Johnson. Speaking of Jews. Whoa! Um, <laughs> oh, wow, we're off to a rolling start tonight. No, 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 Jason, are you keeping up on American Horror Story? No, man, I don't know what it is. Uh, as you recall, I, I didn't have the power for it, so I missed a whole week's worth of Diara. No, 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 I got, I got it, but we, we just we're going through the queue, and then gotta, gotta like do the, I gotta get the okay. internet because we have the next episodes. So we need to like we're, we're trying to catch up so that we can watch the, uh, you know, do the internet thing for the that week's worth of episodes for all the shows and then uh, and then get back. Like we missed that. We missed Revenge. We missed uh, a couple of the things I forget. But did I ever tell? I I told you that um, I know uh, the the sister of the with the lead writer head guy at Revenge. Um, she uh, is a member of our curling club. What's, you did what's, not tell me that. What's a that Revenge? Is, that is one of my favorite shows on TV. Really? Yeah, well, I know the, yeah, it's, uh, um, um, 
well, it's not it's not his last name because she's married. But yeah, I know. Yeah, the like the lead guy, like the head writer. Yeah, I know uh, her sister really well, or his sister really well. Well, you should look up that connection. Get Jason some swag. I just want like a picture of uh, Emily Clark nude. <laughs> I'll right. send you one. <laughs> oh, you got one? <laughs> <laughs> I got stuff on everybody. He's <laughs> Mr. Skin. <laughs> but anyway, um, there's there's an appearance by a uh, a uh, famous Jew who is commonly thought of as being deceased in um, American Jesus? horror. Jesus? It's Jesus. really no, Jesus. it's a woman. It's really cool. Oh. And and there's a gray area. Is she who she says she is? Maybe she. Is it maybe she. Yeah, it's awesome. Is it really? It's ah! awesome. Ah! Yeah. Ah! I was, I was that was my guess, but you were serious. And and the and her appearance ties into the backstory of one of the characters. The the maybe. Did I really when I sent you the picture of that actress that looks just like the crazy chick, didn't I? Yeah. Because you that that whatever that gif is, that you always use. That's right. Oh God, yeah. Schultzy. <laughs> Don't see the pinhead. Oh shit! That's that from Freaks, right? Hello, Mister Drummond. Yeah. Somebody is shitting on Dana Plato. Oh, poor Dana Plato. You know the the chick from Facts of Life is on Survivor. This Survivor, yeah. No kidding. Which one? Yeah, Blair. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Is she all fat? No, she's actually not fat, but she's old though. Dude, my yeah, daughter's yeah. watching something on TV now. What happened to uh, Britney Spears? Oh, oh she's she watching X Factor. Uh, uh, she looks like Britney Spears' mother. Yeah, she's that's, she's yeah. She means well, you know, hard living, dude. You, you, yeah, you get old in the trailer park. Oh, Christopher. <laughs> hey, everybody! It's eleven o'clock. Comics. Wow, if you didn't know, uh, and I am. Oh, crazy. after all of the shit that you just said, yeah. I get in trouble because. Oh, I didn't say anything. What I say? Yeah. I can get away with it, though. Yeah. I'm Vince B. Yes, you are. I'm Christopher Neesman. I like. You like what? I like juice. You're my favorite dude. dude David. <laughs> my favorite dude. I, <laughs> favorite dude. That's sweet. That's sweet. I'm I'm uh, I'm Cy Young winner David Price. Yeah, you is. <laughs> Yay, R.A. Dickey. Yay, Mets. Yeah. I'm going to spill the effing beans about Benghazi tonight, bitches, because I'm General Petraeus. Oh, boy. You're up in there. You had a, yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> You're Tilda Swilden or whatever the hell her name is. She was called all in. Why did we not know? You. <laughs> Seriously. Are, you are Jason Wood, everybody. And this episode of 11 O'Clock Comics has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service. DCBService.com where you can get huge discounts on all of the books in the previews, such as... <clears throat> The Art of Vampirella, the Warren cover is from Dynamite. It's a big, fat-ass hardcover featuring Frazetta, Ken Kelly, San Julian, lots of people. Cover price is 40 bucks. Your price, 20 bucks. Amazing. That's half off for the math challenged. From Avatar, Dan the Unharmable, trade paperback number one by David Lapham, who's really a, a sick individual. I love him. And uh, drawn by Rafael Ortiz. Cover price nineteen ninety nine. Your price nine ninety nine. Again, fifty percent off and the oddball out, but we love it anyway. 
Finally, the fifth volume of the One Piece 3-in-1 trade paperbacks will be coming out. Cover price includes... Volumes 13, 14, and 15. Cover price is fourteen ninety nine. Your price, $9.74. Damn. 35% off. I already pre-ordered. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, discount comic book service, dcbservice.com. And if you are a first-time customer, you can enter the following code that David will soon tell you into the slot and get an extra 8% off. David, what's the code? EOC8. EOC8. Extra 8% on top of your already massive discounts. DCBService.com. Just it, it, just remember that URL because you're going to need it if you want to save big bucks on your books, mm-hmm. bitches. Yep. And this is a good time of year to do it. If I remember, whenever I first signed up with uh, DCBS, it was at the pretty much the end of the year. And that's when I think DC and Marvel have a lot of their big time yeah. Like collected edition solicits, mm-hmm. so you can get that extra eight percent. So I remember my first order was a doozy, and that eight percent was um, much needed. So it's good, good, good time of year if you haven't made the 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 plunge at DCBS. It's a good time, uh, good time to do it. True, Dad, you, you are correct, and I'm going to make Christopher very happy when he does. Really, so, you finally read Queen and Country. No, well, I have read it. Oh, I, uh-huh. I have. Uh, when, Chris, when Chris, Christina this. from DCBS just fine. Finally, eight fucking years I've been talking about this this series, and she finally uh, read it. I, Andy Tom finally um, shoved it in her hand and made her take it home to read it, and I believe that she liked it quite a bit. So, there I'm sorry. Go. go ahead. Do do the drink roll call. Oh, um, uh, Vince, what are you drinking? Well, I, you know, it's, it's funny you should ask me, Chris, because. <laughs> I am drinking, uh, I hope I pronounce this correctly. If not, it's uh, par for the course, right? Uh, it's from the Trogues Craft Brewery. It has an umlaut over the O. T-R-O-E-G-S. Trogues. I think they're from Hershey, Pennsylvania. True. This. Tastes like chocolate? No, no, it doesn't taste like chocolate. It tastes like coffee. Because It would be this, funny if it was a, co- a chocolate coffee porter or something. It's a coffee... Beer, uh-huh. coffee stout, actually, brewed with coffee beans. It's called Java Head. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's really good. That sounds but, yummy. But it makes it makes your your anal, anal vapor really stinky. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> your anal vapor. Yep. Yeah, those vapors will get you sometimes. I love yeah. it. It's very good. They will get you. Uh, Revolution Brewing here in uh, in town. They've got uh, their. Uh, their their stout their or their their milk stout. I think I had a few weeks ago. It's called Mad Cow, and tomorrow it's for old as basically as long as they have it, which is going to be for like a day. They are bottling their bourbon barrel aged uh, milk stout. It's it's the uh, truly Mad Cow or Insane Cow, and mm. I can't wait. I think if if you're a member. Uh, they have like little memberships there. You can get four four pints of it. You can buy, and that's that's it. You can only buy like four bottles of it. So I'm wow. looking forward to that. But yeah, the the label on this is really cool too. There are two coffee pots, mm-hmm. uh, with a, a long pour spout, and they're they're almost in silhouette. There's a couple highlights on them, but they're positioned. They they flopped them and tilted them so they look like eyes. And then there's oh, a nice. bowl, there's a bowl of like um, bar munchies. Sitting on top of ten large glasses of beer, which look like teeth, so the whole thing forms a skull. It's really cool. <laughs> that's 
That sounds cool. Job you got, ahead, yeah. uh, can can you uh, like Instagram it and put it on the forum or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I could, but I don't. I, I'll just tweet it because I don't have the Instagram there you go. thing. There I you just go. put it up on Photo Bucket. All right, make it happen. That's how I do it. Happen. Uh, David, how about you? Uh, well, since uh, Vince had something for you, I have something for Vince. This Ooh. is this mm-hmm. is uh, uh, the vineyard that I've been talking about quite a bit lately. So it's and 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 the the variety is right up his alley. It's gnarly head. Oh, Cabernet nice. Sauvignon. Nice. Sauvignon. Get your Sauvignon. That's French, you know. <laughs> yes. Next. Yes. Cabernet, not not gnarly. Uh, Jason, how about you? This is why Dap and I are booze. Oh, I am also drinking a Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, yeah. Really? Red yes. yes, uh straight from Walla Walla, Washington. I am drinking a Waterbrook Reserve Cabernet. Very, very good. It's very good. Highly recommend it to all you folk. Outstanding. Uh I'm I'm going to uh disappoint myself tonight. Um I've just new. Just Oh, I just got done uh, second, again, uh, again for the first time. Uh, no, I just got done with a, a two-day photo shoot at work, and I'm wiped out. So I was afraid if I uh, came home and started drinking, I would not make it uh, uh, through the episode. So uh, missed just, opportunity, Christopher. You better work, work uh, it, girl. He's right so now I'm, right I'm, uh, I'm hitting the I'm hitting the the cup of Joe. I'm wow. Do your thing. Uh, it is a coffee. Broadway, work. And you better so work it, Chris. Well, we're some somewhat in tandem, Chris. Yep. Yeah. Yes, I, yeah. Yeah. All right. You know, I if I could, maybe I can, you know, drop a little Irish whiskey in my. Nice. I that's what a real that's what a real man would do. But no pressure. <laughs> I mean, holy. Uh, <laughs> it has you know, been a harrowing fucking week. And, it has. And, I mean, right? I'm glad we're all here tonight. I'm I'm glad we waited and and. Me too. You guys are the best. I, well, and so was Optimum. No, I, 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 me I mean, too. Um, but no, I, 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 I was so looking forward to this. It's, it's. I have one more day of work, and then we're, we're, we're going away. Wow. So I Where can going? Uh, I, going down south. It's Thanksgiving. Oh, that's a Yep. Nice. So, hey, you know uh, what I got? What you got? I gotta let our listeners know about something. Something that's very pressing, timely, as it were. Mm-hmm. Did you know that the Banthology 2 Indiegogo drive is going to end soon? No, I did not. Or yeah, it ends midnight on the 21st. That's next Wednesday. So get your butts together and go to Indiegogo.com, I-N-D-I-E, go-go, you know the drill. Hey, did that True Patriot get funded? I don't know. Anybody? I, I don't. I don't check Indiegogo no, no. often, except for things like these. This uh, Banthology Two. Uh, it, you have a full color cover by Brian Chirilla. You know the him from DB Cooper, right? Uh, Forty. I in- own a Brian Chirillo piece of uh, he's, original Fear Agent art, inked by nice. Hilary Marta. Dude oh, is awesome. Man. He's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, he end- did the he did the anchor with. Yes, the, he did with Phil Hester, which is. He awesome. also, I think, did oh, the, the engineer. Right, that's a great looking book. Brian Trillo, he's, he's a badass. I, I follow him on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> it it has forty interior black and white pages with contributions by. That's what she said. Aaron Pittman, Tony Maldonado, Greg Sorkin, Lauren Burke, 
some dude named Bob Gar. Ah, uh, slackers. Bob, Bob Gar, I don't know, or whatever his name is. Wendy Freeman, Matt Nixon, John Westhoff, Matt Colander, Andrew Vanderbilt, Dan Doherty, and Don Cardenas. How about that? Nice. Right. There's a Chicago peeps in there. I that's know. Our, that's our 11 o'clock day. And, Forum and people's right Anthony. there. That's right. Yeah. The Absolutely. perks include, but are not limited to, $3 for the PDF, $7 for the book, 13 bucks gets you the book, the PDF, and a Workhorse King CD, which is Dan Doherty's band. $25 will get you the book, the PDF, the sketch. Uh, oh, and a sketch from one of the artists. If you throw in 50, you get everything and a custom song. Which I don't Damn. think in, I don't think includes a sketch on the fifty. I don't know. Check it out. And seventy five bucks will get you the book, the PDF, and a page from Bob Gar, which is nowhere oh, near worth fifty uh, seventy five bucks. More, <laughs> it's worth more. So check it out. They're our friends. We love them. They're doing good things. It's the second one, so they must Show be somewhere. Right. They are successful. Banthology two on Indiegogo. Stuff, go, go look. Stuff makes me happy. It does. Yeah, that's awesome. No doubt. And, eh, except for Bob Gar. Whatever. Uh, I will. <laughs> He's a good boy. I'm, I'm starting to get so excited about C2E2. Probably this year more than any of the the, the last couple from just the, the perspective of how many people are going to be coming in from out of town. I don't even, at this All point. Four of us I, back again. I, I, oh yeah, I don't. So I honestly. I really feel like it's tomorrow. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't care who the guests at the convention are. I don't care. Yes, seriously. And also, I know that I had to cancel last year, so this is going to sound ridiculous. But so help me, you, Vince, and David, can you cannot cancel for any reason? Oh, so I'm not going to. Oh, okay. All right. Right now, I will tell you this. Right now, the other day, oh, we were um, Renee and I. We were driving back from somewhere, and she and and we were, I was telling her about you know the whole trip and, and and she wanted to make sure it was april again and everything and uh she was like i don't want to go crazy you know with you know i know we're going down south sometimes we spend a little bit of money i don't want to go crazy with the holidays or anything because i want to make sure that you have money for april so that if anything were to happen if someone if i have to fly out there if you have to fly, special woman right so there no he's like, got to be slipping something in her drinks or her food <laughs> you know something right He's no, like, I, I, yeah. I, I need you. I need you out of my hair. Or whatever. Even, once you go dap. Hey. So, <laughs> no, she, she will do everything in her great. power to make sure that, that, that I'm going. So, nice. don't worry. That's great. Vince? Yes, sir. Got it. It's got to happen. It will, because I, I, the reason I'm going is to hang with my buddy Will, Will Pfeiffer. So, I'm coming. Oh, <laughs> All right. Wow, thanks. Jesus. <laughs> you guys will be there. I'm going to see Will. Oh, I love him. You don't so this. so cute. Yeah, you're all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah all right. You're not well. <laughs> you're all right. Speak like that of me, but now it's over. I know. <laughs> Let's talk about comics before they turn us off. Let's do it. That's yeah. what happened. <laughs> Jason and I are probably going to go long, so why don't you and 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 Chris and and David do your things? Maybe, maybe David and I. Something that we're going to go long on. Excellent, then we'll have half the episode in the bag. Okay. Oh, and for those asking, uh, I am going to put up an 11 o'clock things here soon. I keep forgetting, but I'll do it. Oh, wait, before you jump in, we I, I got uh, want to say a quick, uh, give a quick shout out. Okay. Do it. Quick shout out to our fellow podcasting brethren over at the No Apologies podcast, who uh, a few weeks ago celebrated their 100th episode. Uh, and for those who don't know about No Apologies, it is a 
I assume people that listen to our show like a little bit of insanity. That's fair to say. So this uh, this show, no apologies, is even more insane. It's uh, it, the showrunner is Daryl Taylor. Enough said. Uh, you know, we we, we really got to start screening these promos first. No, no, but listen, listen though. But also regulars on the show, it's a roving. It's sort of like a a roving cast of of characters. But Daryl is the showrunner, along with Chris Kaziki, who is a listener and uh, forum member. Yeah, uh, yep. He is the other showrunner. He's sort of the. Uh, so he's that's the one Vince- plus. What's that? That's one plus in in there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like the uh, he's like the Vince B of the group. Cool. Um, our buddy Chris Campbell, what what is a regular? On nice. The show. That's two. Uh, our buddy Steve Raker is a fur is a semi regular on the show. Make it three. Our buddy Alan, uh, new mutant, is a semi regular on the show. Three and a half. <laughs> Julian Lytle is a semi regular on the show. Oh, ten. Oh, they just jumped God. up to ten. Wow, uh, that that negates uh, a lot of stuff. Right there. An air and someone who I own original art from Juan Castro is a regular on the show. Cool. Nice. Um, Rafael Perez, you who. Yes. I think you guys probably know from he's one of Daryl's buddies from New York. Sure. Uh, and um JK Woodward is a regular on the show. Oh, he's good people too. Um I'm probably forgetting some, but either way, the point is uh they just celebrated their hundredth episode and they do it pretty regularly and it's uh it's a pretty fun show and I just wanted to uh say congrats to them. Yeah. Uh and also since JK his name came up, it would be um remiss to not mention again that uh he and his wife Literally lost everything, like down to their underwear and clothes, and go buy his art. So yeah, and and you know, um, if you're inclined, J.K. Uh, is having all kinds of things to help sort of refill their coffers. If you go to J.K. Uh, no, just Jake, the letters J.K. Woodward Art, uh, all one word. Dot blogspot. Dot com. You can go, and he's got um, twenty different prints of his art that you can uh, buy. That, which uh some pretty sweet ones. There's a really good Doctor Strange one. Um and, and a bunch of others if you're so inclined. There's some some Doctor Who stuff if you're into that sort of thing. Not my cup of Don't be hating. Uh he's also doing commissions. I signed up for a commission. And for those of you who haven't seen JK's work, he does like full on fully painted with background commissions for the price that most people do a head sketch for. So um if you've if you've been waiting, this is a great time to do it. So good people. Yep, check yeah. it out. Congrats and no apologies. Go throw JK some love if you want, and uh, let's let's get on with the show. You know, I'm added up on the paper here. Mm-hmm. I, I added up all the pluses, and then I subtracted the Daryl element, <laughs> and it 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 almost went to zero, but it's at one. So you should yeah. listen to it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's so raw. Crazy. It's raw, just like us. It's fun. It's fun. Raw. Chris yeah, Campbell had a hilarious uh, little anecdote about uh, how his son, you know, uh, had kids come over and play and it's always uncomfortable because they always want to know why they can't play with the transformers in the glass case <laughs> because one of those one of those transformers can put you through school for a year yeah there's i know the ones he buys like what do you mean they're yours <laughs> there's a geek problem yeah he, he 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 gets into that um can we um not talk straight up comic talk because i've been dying to talk about the last episode of walking dead with you guys Sure. Well, just the last one or the last two? Because I know you're behind. The last two. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because I know that we we had decided we weren't going to do. No, I just look. I know I'm getting shit for that. I just said I didn't want to do like a weekly. Let's spend a half hour of the show talking about Walking Dead, but we haven't talked about it in weeks. I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm dying to talk about the particularly two weeks ago. Spoilers ahead. Yeah. Uh, If you're not caught up on Walking Dead, the TV show, we're going to talk. We'll timestamp it for you so you'll know when to come back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. 
<laughs> I I am I'm really enjoying the show, but there was one moment that was so ridiculous I had to be like, really? Um uh, but other than that, it's I'm I'm really highly entertained by that show right now. Yeah, I, one, of, one in the plus <laughs> column. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm entertained. I mean, that's just, all you need, right? Just, yeah, I want. I still am the only one of the four of us have no beyond the first six issues. I have no knowledge of of what goes on in the comic book. So, nope. what for what this show is, I um, I'm I'm still digging it. And 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 what's great is that this is a show where. I'll have my brother text me while it's on with with the holy shit or did you just see that or what uh, Andrea LOL and he'll just you know he'll 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 send me shit and then the next day Monday morning I'll go to work and and it, and the kid that works for me he'll be like I can't believe that just happened so I you know he he'll ask me some questions about the comic about the, and I I might do that you're asking the wrong dude so it has it has taken some major left turns yeah from from the comic and uh you know andrea is a very different character the what they're doing with the governor there's a lot of hello governor <laughs> a lot of a lot of similarities but you know there was never a, a merle character that's very different uh so that's the the way that they met the governor is very i i am a big fan i mean i i've i've enjoyed dallas roberts on rubicon on the Good Wife, and now as the Nutty Professor on on The Walking Dead, I I, I like him in general, and uh-huh. I have no idea where this is. Is this is a character like this in the comic? Yes. Wait, who are you yeah. talking about? The, 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 the doctor dude, the the professor, the guy who uh, the guy running the experiments. On right. The thank you. Yeah. That's oh. Right. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I I like I like the I like the actor, but I he was uh, in the L word. Oh, was he too? Okay, he yeah. um, he, I, I he's not um, I, I'm not sure how to feel about him yet because obviously he's he's uh, he, he's got his own thing going on and and I just I I like him being added to the mix. Um, I'm a big fan of Merle. Period. I don't get don't get fond of anyone in the in the governor's camp. I'll just okay. I'll just, that's just that's cool. Um. Chances are they won't make it to season four. Well, I was I was really surprised. See, I and maybe this is maybe this is my fault, and I just I I shouldn't have been. I I was really surprised that that they had to dig a grave for Carol. I, yeah, I thought she I got away. She's not dead, or she's yeah yeah she's not dead. I'm uh, she's gonna come back next episode. I'm, I was just like they never found. Well, I didn't. Her. I didn't watch. I didn't watch the trailer. But but they they, they made three. Here's my major problem with the whole damn thing. Apparently, you don't have to find a body anymore. Okay. You just need a fashion <laughs> accessory. Just, uh, a pa- oh, all right. So they so they buried her cancer scarf. Okay, yep. that's great. Oh, that's messed up, yo. <laughs> At what point in any zombie lore, much less this one, has a zombie ever completely consumed? Right, that, yes. <laughs> when? At like, what? Do they eat bones now? Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. They eat everything but the ring. Yeah. And I'm just like. I didn't get it for a minute. I was like, okay, did she come back? Because she's obviously gotten up and left, or she's, she's you know, c- 
climbed away and and so now he's gonna have to go find the zombified you know lori and i'm just like no what the wait what's going on here so one dude one dude ate all of lori but it took like two or three people and they didn't even finish off (laughs) t-dog he didn't taste good well no to start meat i guess i just it's it's it was i that was that was poorly done uh, I, but yeah, you knew it was I, coming because they gave him they, they gave him those I'm too old for this shit lines. It's it's like you know it was like I'm it, it's I'm, I'm a retired detective. And, no, I'm, I'm talking about Lori's body. About oh okay okay. It's like no 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 we don't do that. I, I'm I think I'm a, I know where Jason stands on it, but I think I'm a little I, well I know I'm a little farther gone than him. Well, like Maggie, after she cut open Laurie's belly, I washed my hands of the show. I'm done with it. I'm finished. What? I'm not, I'm just. I don't like it. I, I think it's okay. really. Why, why I think, was that a turning point? Well, you know what was a turning point for me? The the fact that they pushed out on the the uh, the whole Laurie scene. If they if they shot that scene the way it was done in the book, and I, and I said this before, they would have scarred millions of people for years yeah they're not going to do that they well they took the they took the low road i mean walking dead is about hopelessness right it's it's about persevering in a world that doesn't give you any reason to and it's dark it's black people die they why did i know he has to make concessions for the show because it's on tv right There, there are certain things i guess he certain allowances he has to make in order to present the majority of his vision for this thing, right? But why did he write it that way in the in the first place? He had a, he had a purpose for writing that scene that well, way. Well, you know, he but, thought, but it's one of the things I actually like about it is that I don't know what's going to happen in the TV show. Things happen differently. Their characters die that don't die in the comic, or you know, vi- vice versa. So I I like the the little left and right turns that they that they make because the, the sure. Same, the themes are still there, so I didn't. I don't have a problem with them not having the the Lori and what Judith was it Judith. Um, I, I I'm okay with them not doing that in the TV I, show. See, and, it, it, the yeah. differences are nice uh, in some respects. And, like yeah. like Michael yeah. Rooker was a great addition to the show. Yes, I, I, mm-hmm. I love Michael Rooker. I, I've Daryl's great. Daryl's great. Uh, great too. Daryl's awesome. Yeah. Yep, I, I've enjoyed Rooker stuff since Henry, way back when he did Henry. Oh, nice. Portrait of a okay. ca- He's awesome, right? Yes, yes. But yeah. th- some of the changes, in my opinion, like the 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 uh, um, natal yeah. uh, scene, they were just it's weak. It's weak sauce. Wait, what, they, the, yeah, they, I gotta agree. I've it? really, really enjoyed up until that episode this season. Natal. I thought it was off the, the strongest start of the three uh-huh. by far. Um and and the 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 Lori episode just totally crushed my enjoyment of the show. Yeah. Like I was like, really? I'm out. I'm like, you don't, have, you, you don't have to worry about her anymore. It, it's just the like Vince said. I felt like it completely neutered the significance of the moment, and yeah. it also at the same point in time, I feel like they chose they they thought they were they they were at the same time being avoiding something they knew they couldn't get away with, but then trying to be shocking in another way, which I thought was equally corny, like yeah. making him have to kill her. I, I just thought that was ridiculous. Like, yeah. and then, and then like Rick floundering around like a fucking salmon swimming upstream. 
<laughs> you know, every time I see clips from that scene, I can't get David Faust's image out of my head when, when he says, "My wife's a whore." <laughs> now, what, but what got me is so so he he's acting at the end of that episode, and then like the entire next episode, we're just not gonna give him any lines. He just has to have this look and and wear a dirty shirt and then answer a phone at the end. And it's, it's I will say I don't think Rick is a very good brought the fucking phone into yeah, it. I was like, really? I and they brought it early, man. They brought oh, it. Oh, God. No, I don't think yeah, Rick yeah, is very that good. Was, that was after the prison, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. yeah it, that was he, on the road. He, it's when he and Carl are on the road by themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's, which is right after the prison. Yeah. yeah so um, so I, I will just, say I, that that resolution of the with Rick all freaking out and crying and everything, that's the best he's acted since... <laughs> The whole for the for the whole whole uh, lifetime of the show. I'm fine. I, I like Andrew Lincoln. I I, he's, I, I he's not very too. convincing. No, I don't. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know. I, I I just thought the whole thing like first of all, Lori hasn't shown at all. Like she hasn't she wasn't <laughs> pregnant at all. And then literally like they're like, I mean, I assume she was still like two months pregnant. And then they're like, Oh my water bro, I'm gonna go baby. I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> and, and then and then. Um, because it's a zombocalypse, they got to make her like stand up to like push. What? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the seventeen hundreds again. All stuff? <laughs> I mean, uh, people and women have been having to bring me my she leeches. Was very, she was very uncomfortable, and you know some people do it that way. Dude, she was I mean, very uncomfortable. Then Maggie's like the fucking midwife, and she's like, <laughs> and then she cuts her open, and it's like the whole thing. It's like the I whole thing. I mean, the cool thing about the whole. I mean, you guys probably remember when I read the Lori baby death scene in the comics remember i had a long talk on the show with you guys about how i was thinking about giving up the book not because yeah. it was great but because it's it was like so emotionally sick. draining as a young father i mean a father of young yeah. children that i wasn't sure i could like that i could read something like that ever again and then i'm watching the and then i'm watching the tv show and i'm like are you mad i'm like it doesn't like had no resonance with me i was like yeah to, to me was, the, the, i mean the she babe. crushed baby in the comic she fell on her baby and killed yeah. him and yeah. then they likely got eaten alive by zombies. Like that's crazy. Like in this, like the baby's fine. Like it's going to be like three men and a little baby now. Like, but see, the thing like, to me is the baby is a symbol of hope. As long as the baby's still alive, as long as the baby survives, there there is a a little. Uh, I mean, however small, yeah. there is a little glimmer of hope. There should not be any hope. They should they should tape the baby to Herschel's stump so he can walk. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and the funny thing about it, though, for me anyway, was that I have I have spent the last probably six or seven years spoiling things for Sal. I can't help myself. I just oh. I, I spoil shit for him all the time. I know and people he, like you. He right? honestly, he what do what? Yeah, I know people like you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he, he it was very innocent, but. <laughs> I just I done told him I hadn't seen the last episode, and like a half hour later, he's like, "Lori didn't die in childbirth in the comic, did she?" And I was just like, "You <laughs> fucking asshole!" And he's like, oh, shit, "I'm sorry." And I was like, "Yeah, I probably deserved that." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's the thing. I, I mean, you know, for, in the comic, you know, they, the baby's around for a while in the prison, you know, and. It's interesting. Like the show's doing a weird thing. Like I assumed that the show could go on for a decade because they were going so slow, mm-hmm. but they've packed a lot of stuff all of a sudden into it. Like they're well, basically uh, too much. The prison the into what's that? They're up into like the forties uh, issue. Yeah, one. I mean they're they're condensing what looks to be the whole prison into like one season, basically. Well, then you know what gets me about that too. 
we're losing the scene with the two little girls. That was another. Uh, huh? That remember in the prison with the two little the two little girls. Well, there's so much impactful about the prison that that we don't get now, right? We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't get. Um, I forget the guy's name. Uh, the, the, the what was the the black male character from the book? Tyrese. Tyrese. Huh? Tyrese. Tyrese. Yeah, we don't get Tyrese at all. We don't get Tyrese's daughter and lover and what they do. We don't get what happens to Tyrese in the whole scene where they, you know, he goes into the gymnasium. Yeah. You know, we don't get that. We don't get Michonne interacting with all of them, which I'm really missing. I'm really not happy uh, with Michonne not being with them. I think um, that I think that changes this next week. Well, maybe it does, but I'm saying we're, we're not getting her in the prison yet interacting with Tyrese. We're not getting, um, you know, the Tyrese-Rick di- dynamic, which was key to the prison because Tyrese was, you know, the he was the... Well, the window into letting us see that Rick was descending into madness. And oh, well, I, no... I, th- I think we have that character now. And Daryl? No, that's the, um, oh God, what's his, uh, it's Axel and what, is it Oscar? Is it the, the new, the new big black guy? Now that, uh, oh, now that, oh, oh, oh. Think, okay, maybe, dog? yeah. Maybe, I think he's going to, he's going to take over some of the Tyrese, role um is my my guess um they're kind of they're doing this weird thing of of um kind of condensing characters and they are you know we don't get the carol i mean well it's not we don't get the we don't get the crazy the crazy crazy stuff that goes between her and laurie you know in the prison um you know carol when carol tried to um uh make out with a zombie yes yeah yeah well and and, carol Carol goes out. She first of all she tries to make out with Lori. Yeah. Then she tries to make out with fucking zombie. Then she tries to fucking make out with the prisoner, who then, of course, does what he does. Um, so there's just a lot. To me, the pinnacle of Walking Dead, even to up to this moment, was the prison. Like I thought that was the best the comic was. I agree. Um, and so I feel like we're losing all of these awesome moments. And I know that I was complaining in seasons past about how it was, you know, where it was different from the book. And, and, and so I, I understand. And the reason I was enjoying this season is that I'd, it had gotten far enough away from the book that I wasn't minding it. But I feel like the emotional resonance isn't really there. Like the one thing I'll say that, that I, I've liked on the front is I think they're making the governor a more interesting character than he is in the comic. Yeah. Um, well, be- you know, if you, if you look at what they're, they're doing, I think we're, we're finding the, the, kind of the theme in, in, in each season or kind of that cycle is that, you know, they're, they're, they're camped out at one spot and it looks okay for a minute and then it goes to shit. And then the next season they go on to, you know, it's, it was, it was the camp and then the, the CDC in the first season and the second season was all about the farm and this season is going to be all about the prison. So it'll be interesting it kind of looking forward i'm i'm assuming that that they'll be leaving the prison at the end of this season and moving on to the next one but you know how many seasons are we expecting this to run five it's ratings i mean i well i mean is it going to go more than five six you know i i don't know i don't know as long as people keep getting paid i'm sure they'll yeah, take it yeah. reasonably uh, far but again with the governor too uh not uh, visual differences aside or cosmetic differences i don't think the guy is a very good actor uh, he i don't i don't believe that he's batshit crazy um pretty batshit crazy to me and then he just seems to he mumbles through scenes i don't he has no presence at all like when in the in the comic when the governor comes into the into the panel 
he's pretty imposing, you know, visually. This you guy know, just that's like I'm going to disagree with you because I, I think this guy reminds me of Liam Neeson, and like I can yeah, see this guy a little, much, yeah, see this guy being more perceived by the average person as a as a like a benevolent leader, and 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 I think what's cool is the idea that this guy's so fucked up, but like. The thing I never quite got in the comic was how this crazy-looking, straggly-haired, almost pirate-looking dude had the rest of like that town looking at him like he was like this fucking awesome guy. And then, of course, the comic makes you think, in fact, that never was the case. They were always like scared to death of him. And maybe mm-hmm. that's how it's going to be in the in the, the TV show too. But like, I could better see this guy going up and making a speech and everyone being like, "Oh yes, things are awesome here," you know. But uh, yeah, but a, I don't know. Uh, I think it's, like, they've done a good job with the governor. Like they 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 had the the scene with all the heads in the jars. They they had him playing. I have to say, I think the way that they handled him with his daughter the last episode was way fucking freakier than the comic. Like, yeah, that was. She's like right about to be biting him and shit, and he's like just fucking chilling. Like, I'm like, whoa, this guy is fucking. <laughs> he's out there. I mean, now, so. what did did he like cap her teeth or something? It's like she had like a mouth guard on or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was weird. It was so. So anyway, there you go. I've been enjoying it. Yeah, but I have to say that the Lori episode, I was not a fan of. Yeah, I really didn't. Uh, I think they kind of fucked that up. But but Maggie's still hot, so. Smoking. Yes, she is. Smoking hot, yep. I'm just going to take that hour and invest it in something else. Like a, like a American Horror Story? No, another. Well, that I was already watching American that. So I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I can rewatch it. <laughs> I'll invest it in something else. Something fun. My kind of fun. That's okay. Is. You know, I got to that point with the comic. After issue 100 with what happened in that issue, I was like, yeah, you know what? I, I'm not enjoying this. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I've had my, had my fill of this book. And 100 issues, that's a long haul in any comic book. So Yeah, that for was, sure. Yeah, I was just like, eh, okay. I'm going to find something else now. There's a, supposedly a prose novel out there that adds another layer to the governor. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, I read on Wikipedia the the uh, the synopsis of that just to get a sense of what it I missed. Was a it was expensive too, wasn't it? Twenty five, I think, right? Maybe I, I, maybe I don't know. It was some like Amazon deal I saw yesterday. Maybe it was like some weird deluxe version of it. So, oh, yeah. that's the uh, edition that includes a little bit of the placenta. From the, the birth of the baby. So, so David, but before we get off the topic of Walking Dead, you had said a week or so ago after that second, after two episodes ago when Lori died, you had tweeted that and put in our forms that you it was almost your perfect episode. So explain yourself. What, number one, I, I can guess because Lori died. Well, and, right, and because, because died. we had, we had, we got rid of Lori. What, what made it not quite perfect? Oh, Andrea's still alive. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, and, and she is life. just, and, and she is just, it's like, she just it's I, I just I beg of her to shut up every time every time Michelle's like alright we're out we gotta go no let's trust them let's do this. it's like chick obviously your taste in men is shit you fucked up with Shane you you wow. just and, and you just she can't she 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 doesn't understand when people are actually I guess looking out for her best interest. Michonne took care of her, I'll say. There were, I mean, because she was sick for a while. Michonne could have just upped and left her. She didn't. And 
you know, and granted, yeah, I, I heard her when she was talking about, I don't know anything about you. You know, you all, all these times we were together and, 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 you know, you had your, your lap dogs with you with the walkers, but then, you know, you just go up and, and kill them, you know, without, without hesitating. And, and she's, every time I think she might be, she might come around or, or there might be, you know, a switch might actually go off and, and, and she's like, Hey, maybe I really am being a ditzy blonde. It, it, she, she has this, it, it, it's fleeting and, and she ends up just following whatever instinct constantly gets her in a deeper mess. And after she watches Michonne leave and they're watching open fight night and, and, and <laughs> it's, it's, uh, she's sitting there and she's watching all this and it's like you can kind of tell that, that maybe she's thinking, I should have. Yeah, she was going to follow her. So it's like, so you know, hey, you know, it's the zombie apocalypse. You've been running around sleeping in shit for eight months after your friend, after you, after your friends, after your friends ditched you, and now you're in what looks to be like the actual semblance of of a little midwestern town that isn't crazy. It would be hard for me to leave that. It's not crazy. They have. Zombies fights in an arena. She didn't know that yet. Oh. Well, no, but right. Oh, yeah. Everything's so perfect, and and we have and. But it's it's. I mean, uh, Michelle knew she she had a bad feeling about it, but I think Andre really wanted that place to be real. Then. Yeah. All right, you know. Then I'm just saying. Then then, then fine, obviously, and she does stay. But, uh, so, so then stay. Michonne is waiting for her to come around, and and. Finally, Michonne's like, "Well, that ain't happening." So I'm bouncing, and and so she's out. And yeah, she's it, bouncing. And and <laughs> and, and, and well, that, that was another text my brother sent me. He says, "You know, they they can ease off, and, and we don't have to be in Michonne's grill all the time." They, um, I don't mind. It, they, she's she's awesome. interesting. I don't find her in the show. By the way, I don't find her physically attractive at all in the show. But I do think she's a great, great actress for the role. She is, and I think I, she's very pretty. But there. well, well, that's a lot of that's probably the wig, um, and and the it. I I kind of I li- like I said I like I like Merle, I like the the doctor or whatever you want to call him. I, I like some aspects of what's going on in, in governor's fantasy land, but I, I really kind of get, um, it, it kind of stops the whole story when, when we cut from the prison to like, I wasn't thrilled with the third episode because we weren't at the prison at all. It was all about Andre Michon and the governor and then, being here and it and and I, I wanted to get back to the group. I wanted to get back to the family and and it was, it it was a fine, it was it was a fine episode. But after two weeks of of all of this going on at the prison, I I guess I wasn't ready for 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 that breather or whatever you want to call it. The uh, so so when we're at the prison and everything's moving along, and then we cut to what's going on with the governor, it. It, it kind of kills the flow for me a little bit. So I mean, so so I mean, the, the nitpicky storyline are, are, are why it wasn't the perfect episode for me. Is why is why it wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But but no, I mean, it was there were there were more highlights for me than low in that episode. And I and and it was just and I, I it, it was you know I'm 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 glad that 
I, I, I am glad that that T Dog you know he wasn't asleep at the wheel or, or he was leaning against the wall and he you know and, and he had his neck ripped off. I mean he he did he, did, he went he's out. The book. Yeah, really. You know, he's on the crapper and like comes up from the toilet. It, it's just it. Not uh, like this. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I have no problems with how T Dog went out, and and you know, and I just, I'm, I'm glad I, I just don't went out like it, that. It, hear, hear anything from from Lori again, unless we do some flashbacks or something. But I, I really am. Uh, I, I like that we have no idea on who, who's going to make it out of an episode there it, it it's not like it's 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 any other network television show where you know where, where you know the actor has been signed on for you know 20 episodes and and you know they're, they're the star of the show they're not leaving but here you just you don't know and and i mean and it was great as i'm watching the credits of the uh of the third episode and i saw michael rooker's name there and i'm like all right cool so, so merle's coming back and then yeah i hate I, that I hate oh, when I, they do that. I hate because I don't. I don't want anything spoiled, but I. I'm not sure. You know, I, I'm. I, you can also tell by the flashbacks. It's just like the, um, the, the prisoner that Rick ran out and in, into the yard and and mm-hmm. locked the gate behind him. When you saw him during the previously on the Walking Dead scenes, you know, I mean, when they do things like yeah. that, they, yeah. you know that that. That's going to play into what's going on in this episode, and I really did not expect to see him. I no, really... that's his skinny ass whiner should have died. I mean, he couldn't even hold his own with a, a group of big burly guys around him. And I mean, and, how and, did he and, survive out there by himself? And then come back and do all that damage? Yeah, I know. You're right. You're right. So I, mean, I don't know. But so so no. So I mean, I I am still um. I don't I don't know if this Sunday is is the you know half season finale or whatever I, I, I was talking to joe at work and and i'm like you know I, i'm expecting i'm expecting the the season to be at its halfway point soon i mean we're we're, we're already up to the, the the maybe the sixth episode or something this weekend so i don't know i, I you know and, and he's pissed at me for bringing that up because he's like you know i don't i don't want to know you know i don't want to have to wait till like february again to 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 see the rest of the season or whatever but Aww. uh you're not vin mazzaro what's he pissed at you for <laughs> so it's uh no but i mean i'm still um i'm thinking i i don't know i guess we'll um i'll watch it when uh the monday we i'll watch this sunday's episode the monday we come back is on unless i watch it while i'm on, on a repeat while i'm down at dad's but um i won't have anything to say about this week's episode nice let's get my other live tweets so, so oh so you're just, all crackly so why don't you let someone else ask the question you can do it all crackly Oh, awesome. Just ask it crackly. Make it a Doctor Who question. Nice. Uh, Andrew J. Tom asks, "What's your favorite Tarantino film?" Oh, Ooh, wow! I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a huge fan of Tarantino in general. So, um, my answer was easy. I gave it to him on Twitter already, just to stop the pain. It, it's Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that. That's probably. I mean that's that's the one that made me fall in love with him as a as a director. Um, yeah, I'd say that. Or, or I mean, uh, it's not mine. That's one of my yeah, favorites. Probably Pulp Fiction, maybe. But but no, I think Reservoir Dogs a little bit more. I've watched. Put it this way, I've watched Reservoir Dogs probably twenty times. So that's got to say something. Yeah. Say so, you know. 
It's quotable. My brother and I will throw a quote. I mean, Buscemi, dude. Come on, Mr. Pink. Absolutely. He is awesome. Uh, meet uh, Inglorious Bastards. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, I like that too. I mean, I I think it's I think it's a uh, I think it's awesome. It's, I think Jang I think I think uh, Django Unchained is gonna it's gonna be. I can't wait. I can't wait for Django Unchained. So, my shitting machine. Yes. 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 Mime it out. This set it up. Kill Bill Part One. Okay. okay. Wow. Okay. All right. Why, why Part One and not the whole story? Uh, any better? Mm, a little bit better. Because uh, part one is the Japanese, part two is the Western. Oh, okay. I can dig it. Yeah. I really like that. I can't wait to see the Rizzas movie. I'm not hearing good things. I'm, I'm not either, but I have a feeling it's one of those wait. ones where it's going to get sound, shit on, but the soundtrack like is better it, than the movie. Oh, oh you like, mean the RZA? <laughs> no, no, I don't mean that. <laughs> I don't mean that one at all. Nope. Well, that's different. <laughs> that, that I'll tell you, the soundtrack is great. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You, you bought it too? Dude, it's the Rizzo. You kidding fan- me? <laughs> I, th- I think it's fantastic. There's not a bad track on it. Joint, dude. Yeah. So here's another uh, EOC live tweet. This one is from our buddy, Dr. Teeth, who just wants to remind us that the sign up for the gift exchange on the forum ends this weekend. So if you want to get on. Oh, yeah. Stock the teeth, man. Devin is awesome. If you want to get into our uh, annual gift exchange, uh, it's very simple. You pick a name. Your name is picked. You send a a gift to the person whose name you pick. They send a gift to you. You don't know who it is until you get the the gift. It's like, you know, Secret Santa. It's really cool. Uh, There are no limits and there are no minimums. Like, it's insane. Yeah, they are. So jump on. It's a lot of fun every year. Uh, Jump on our forum at... David. Forum.bullpenbulletins.com. <laughs> no, my God, no, it's what? not. It's oh. it's bullpenbulletinspodcast.com slash forum or 11o'clockcomics.com. All right, let's yeah, throw a little is. bit of love our way to our favorite cat cat, Mr. Brian Stringer. Love him. Hey. He, he asks, and this is a chance for Chris to get all bubbly, what are your most prized pieces of original art? Oh, that's tough for me. I got a lot of art these Ooh, days. Yeah, that's, that's uh, um, uh, easy and not so easy. Um, if I were to um, go by era, my uh, my John Byrne Avengers page because Byrne was my guy growing up is is a big one. Uh, the Gene Colan Tomb of Dracula page is is kind of like right there by it actually hangs next to it but like as far as prized art possessions my avengers and jla jam pieces because i was there to see a lot of those created and it's i've been lucky enough that some of my all-time favorite artists are a part of that so um yeah those two jam pieces are are certainly ones that uh that i'm i'm really really super fond of now cool jason Oh, um, geez, I feel like if I say something, I'm going to be insulting anyone else who I was in their art and, <laughs> and they're going to, but, um, well, certainly, um, one of my more recent procurements was the, uh, my first Alan Davis piece, which, uh, which, oh. you know, and it's a, it's a big, it's a big, uh, it's a page from Cap, but it's Alan Davis. It's a big, um, with the Falcon, who's one of my favorite characters. So having arguably my favorite artist of all time 
draw a big picture of one of my favorite characters is is hard to to top. That's such a smart, safe answer. No, no. Well, I'm gonna. No, I, I have some more though. Um. Okay. Um. My uh, the first page of Gabriel Gabriel's that I've owned, Gabriel Hardman. Um, is a big splash page from um. Um, it's the Avengers. It's a splash page of his when he did the Avengers uh, and the Agents of Atlas book when he did that, mm-hmm. you know. But it's uh, it's basically a, a full page splash of uh, like Iron, of uh, of Luke Cage and Wolverine and bunch of, and Miss Marvel. So that's that's awesome. That's actually uh, and that means something to me not just because the page but because you know my wife as we've joked about is uh, very tolerant of my comic hobby but she's not at all interested in it like in any way shape or form and she took that page when I bought it and like squirreled it away and got it nicely framed and matted for me. So that that was a nice gesture on her part. Um, And not to be corny, but, um, but the page that Chris gave me last year for Christmas of Ryan's, Ryan's, which is uh, Deadpool sitting on the wall street bull statue. Cause that's actually framed and matted and sitting in my, my new office. Uh, It's the only piece of comic art in my, on my, in my office in Manhattan. So that's awesome. Yeah. So nice. There you go, buddy. Uh, I um, I love the Hunter Rose Grendel that Mahmoud gave me and Renee for Christmas that year. The uh, the my favorite piece is oh, I have one piece that's not lettered that I I have yours. I still have your three um, that RT Bear sent us from um, from Deathstroke. But my absolute favorites are my my finished inked and lettered pages and and one is by Gordon Purcell from a uh, from an issue of Star Trek because it it it's it's fully lettered and it has the holy trinity all on one page <laughs> uh the, that was that was fun seeing you buy that page that was awesome i love it and and uh, i have a, a green arrow page by Phil and Andy uh and for many reasons, because Vince was there when I bought it, because he, Gary Fields was selling it for super cheap, disgustingly cheap, and and it again fully lettered, finished with 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 red and blue lines, is is from an issue of Red and Stimpy. Yeah, yeah, I was there. That's awesome. Yeah, that's right. Yes, you were. Yeah, that was New York. That's right. <laughs> Jason raises his hand. I was there. I was there too, bitch. I was there. So so I know, a guy misses one con, and you act like I never go to cons. <laughs> Why don't you go to Cosmo, bro? <laughs> I have two. Um, I know which one of them is. Yeah. Uh, that uh, It's a Gene Colan Teenage yeah, Gene Ninja Turtles page that my wife bought me last year. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh-huh. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, Christopher got it for me last year. And I, and I just... I'm Gene, coming up roses in this question. I just, I just love it. Um, and number two is the original... Uh, there's, there's actually two pieces of original art that Lance Kaiser gave me uh, mm-hmm. last, no, two years ago at, no, three years ago at C2E2. Wow. Uh, they are Von Bode original uh, sketch pages. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, those those are something like that and, and the Gene Colan thing, they're invaluable because uh, unfortunately those two gentlemen are past uh, and they're way at the top of my list of favorites. So I just love them. I, I, I look at them all the time, actually. Not all the time, but as many times as I remember to. You know what I mean? Like, I don't stare at them all day long, but I love yeah, them. They're do. great pieces of art. What, well, since, I mean, when, when you add that last part, there are two pieces that I look at because they are right 
they're on the wall when I walk into the room. And and it's another lettered page. One is by our friend Andy Tom from mm-hmm. the first EOC anthology. And I also have a page by Bob Gar where the, 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 the four of us are in action taking on various uh taking yeah. on people us, but and then I also have my, my my three Mr. Monster pieces by by Gabe and and Kevin Mellon and and um and and Mr. Latino. So I can't. It, it, I, I love your love of Mr. Monster. It makes me happy. <laughs> Stop stern. And what's 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 great is is Frankie the Dildenaire. He has a sketchbook, and and he he has a his sketchbook is. Of Mr. Monster, he's got a George Perez Mr. Monster headshot. <laughs> what does that look like? That sounds freaky. It's it's uh, it's oh, it it looks good. It, yeah. You can tell it's Perez. You can tell it's Mr. Monster. It looks good. I really have to get off my ass and get a Gabe Hardman page because I've been slacking oh, yeah. for too long. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm a cheap bastard, but I you would are. I would consider nothing before a Planet of the Apes page. I need to own a Planet of the Apes page from him. You should mm-hmm. be able to get him. Yeah. Should, yeah. Yeah, that should be. I I'm I'm I I know I'll never get a page, but I my my collection is not complete until I have a piece by Chris Somney. Whose birthday it is today, David, you oh, slacker. Yesterday. 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 Oh, yesterday. Well, still, you didn't mention it. He's well, weeping right now. <laughs> no, he isn't. Yeah, he, is. he is not. Yeah. And uh just to cap it all off, uh I'm weak because the spirits on IFC right now. Our friend uh, Matthew Allison gave me an original page from the uh, Calamity of Challenge book. Nice. Yeah, I love that guy's work. There's just something about his work that just reaches out and tickles my sweet spot. I love it. Tickles your pickle. It does. does. Should we do another live tweet before we uh, go into something else? Yeah, we should. Uh, Let's see. Well, here's an easy one. This is from, uh, let's say, Okra Mids. O-C-R-A-M-I-D-S, Okramids. He says, what long-lasting series, like Hellblazer, uh, do you follow and enjoy? Do you, I guess he means do you still follow and enjoy. That's a, well, there's, there's not a whole hell of a lot of long-running series I was going to say, I mean, like, if you, <laughs> the fact that you said like Hellblazer, I mean, that, that kind of felt very limiting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I stopped, like I said, I stopped reading, um, Walking Dead at a hundred and yeah, I was gonna. Say, I mean, if he means consecutive issues, I mean, I'm still reading Fables, which is over a hundred. I'm still reading Walking Dead, which is over a hundred. Mm-hmm. Still reading Invincible, which is either close to or over a hundred. Right? For you. Yeah. Um, I have to add Savage Dragon. Yeah, okay. You do. Yep. And he I mean, said in he said in Penny, I always read. I mean, I I know they've kind of morphed in the last few years into like new event, you know. But I, I've I've always read those. So they're canceling X Men, right? Well, they had canceled it. It's now it's 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 back and now. Yeah, I mean the, the uncanny's gone. But. An, yeah, and there's an yeah. all new X Men. And uh, for me, it'd be Amazing Spider Man. Uh, that is that is long running. Yeah, and that's yeah because I mean everything else I'll I'll come back to here and there. I mean I I, I read I, I read Thor in in the 80s and 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 somewhat into the 90s i really didn't read much of the jurgens run i uh, i was there for disassembled when when um when oming uh when when oming ended it with scott eaton and then I, I was there when jms kicked it off i really wasn't there for journey into mystery but now i'm there for fractions run so i mean Thor for really me is off and on so that's what i'm saying so i mean i there are same thing with hulk same thing with captain america i mean i was there when when 
so no, so it would have to be Amazing Spider-Man for me. It's really nothing from DC these days. Uh, so yeah, it would. Um, at any time, Matt Wagner does anything with Grendel. So I mean, there's really isn't. I think renumbering is really silly. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and I th- I think that what they should do is effectively cancel all the series and do them in keep keep the the, the names of the books like Uncanny. Uncanny, Uncanny X-Men or X-Men Legacy and then subtitle it and publish whatever, four to six issue miniseries and then just restart the book. Then you have a number one every five or six issues. Yeah, that's the BPRD format. Yeah. Right. I yeah. totally agree. Um, you know, we talked about uh, Fear Agent for a long time and and Rick tried to do that with Fear Agent uh, a couple times and you know, it's sometimes it works and sometimes it don't. You know, right. so but I think I think the they have a little bit um, of uh, mojo in the corner when it's Avengers. You know what I mean? Or, or <laughs> you know, Fear Agent was fantastic and a long running series, although not in number years. I mean, Fear Agent yeah. was was going on for a long time, uh, but I, I think it's a harder, much much harder sell than something mm-hmm. that just made a billion dollars. But you're sure. right, you're right. Uh, well, that's be- that's why um, that's why. Uh, Superman Earth One did so well; it gave right. people a starting point, you know. Yeah. So. And not to I mean, be all haterade, but I heard that uh, the second volume uh-huh. is an absolute, absolute off the charts abomination. I, I looked through it. Yeah, and yeah. I, 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 I don't own it. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah. And because he, um, what series? He, he said, "What series are we currently enjoying?" And he mentioned Spawn. I'm still reading Spawn, but. Enjoying? <laughs> Not so much these days. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, well, the, the the story's still as good as it ever was. It's it's the damn art. I, I just don't think this Kudrancy's guy is the the right artist. For, I don't know how to pronounce him, but it's it's Simon or Sisman Kudransky. Oh, it's not Kalman Androvsky? Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. If it, I'm saying there's a guy named Kalman Androvsky who's no, 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 no. It's Kudransky okay. or something like that. And okay. uh, I mean, the guy's been on it. He's he's working up into a long run, and it's just ever since. Well, I'll spoil the beans if you're not reading Spawn. Too bad for you. Ever since Al Simmons went the way of the dodo, uh, he's been on it roughly since then, and it's just not good. It's it's way too dark. It's too dark, too stiff. I just don't like it. It's it's not what you would expect from Spawn. Let's just put it that way. Um, so I'm reading it, but I'm just not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Still buying it, though. I can't stop buying Spawn. What's up All with right. that? What's up with that? <laughs> you know the reason why you can keep buying baseballs and shit, so there you go. He should start making <laughs> toys again, except for those starting lineup things. Make some Spawn figures or or something. Just do something creepy. And You and I are going to make some toys, Vince, when That's I get my right. printer Dude, up in here. I'm, I'm researching, researching uh, the, the prices of 3D printers. That was a very generous gift, my friend. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but you know where, where it's going to cost you money? Not. Just like a, a laser printer or an inkjet printer, you are going to spend, if you if you keep using it, you're going to spend a lot of money on ABS plastic. Uh, yeah, we don't use ABS. We ABS, we use uh, PLA. P- How much is that? Uh, it's more expensive, but it doesn't smell. <laughs> Oh, so nice. it's more than like say sixty bucks a gallon. Uh, I just know it's more. I don't know how much because like we buy you buy it in reels, 
Oh, and it was okay. more expensive, but I know that. Uh, but I also have a bunch of different of the reels coming as part of the gift as well. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Uh, <laughs> Twist that knife, buddy. It's just, it's, it's just, I mean, what what kills me with that is, and and there was um there was an instructor today in class, and the uh, the printer was going through most of the day, and it wasn't a big thing that 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 the class was was building or, or putting together. It just it. It just takes so damn long. Mm-hmm. Speed is a is a huge issue in those things. Yeah. But anyway, this this is not this is not comic. No, it's right? not tech talk. Yeah, don't, don't. So, what are we going to do now? Well, now that you're good, you guys should talk about, talk about your uh, yeah. Okay, I guess. What? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Could you could you enjoy it? Maybe. Well, uh, if, enjoy it is not the word. Far beyond enjoyment. Uh, for this week, Jason and I teamed up um, on a book that I was originally going to talk about about a month or more ago, but I decided to hold off because the two-volume hardcover collected edition, slipcased even, was was scheduled to come out. So I, I held back, and, and I'm glad because Jason read it. Uh, at, you, mother. at least the first chapter. Which, yeah, it's all. I, you know what? I stopped at the first chapter because I didn't want to read beyond and then get confused about uh, as we talked about it about stuff that happened in the first chapter and spoil something if people are right. So yeah, uh, written, drawn, conceived by the amazing Miyazaki Hayao Miyazaki, published by Viz. It is the seven volume, which has now been combined into two hardcover volumes of Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind, and it is. Freaking amazing! Do you do you agree with that? Uh, at least it is it is a wonderfully beautiful okay work. All right, um, let's set it up for them. And uh, this is just a rundown. Remember of the first volume. So uh, it's a seven volume story, and this is only the tip of the iceberg. You'll get a really good sense of the depth with which Miyazaki infuses this this work, it is really involved. I mean, you're talking world building on a level, well, beyond a level of, like, say, James Stokoe, what he's doing with Orkstein, or, or, or even Pendleton Wards, like the Adventure Time. They're building worlds there, but this is a fully conceived, fleshed-out world where everything has a function, and and these various functions overlap and intertwine i mean it's so damn real mm-hmm. you think so i do it's uh it's it's um yeah it's it, it's it's hard to believe i don't know why this should surprise me but it's hard to believe that it was created so long ago right i mean it was created in what the late 70s early 80s right yeah the message that he imparts is very relevant to prescient today. right very yes. prescient yeah it's very yeah. very timely which is you know Kind of bizarre. Uh, this the story was originally serialized in a Japanese magazine called Animage, and I'm really I'm I'm not really I'm a little bit upset that they didn't reprint this in the original format because it's much bigger than the volumes that they the current volumes. And Animage was a, a larger size magazine, and it was printed in sepia tone. It was gorgeous, uh, but for whatever reasons, maybe. Budgetary, I don't know. They they shrunk it down, and uh, so we have the the current version, which is awesome to say the least. But here's the setup: it's a post-apocalyptic tale. Yay! We love those. Um, industry kind of despoiled the planet. 
polluted it, ravaged it, uh, pillaged its national resources, and the, 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 the place was transformed into this mostly uninhabitable wasteland because there was a war called the Seven Days of Fire that just, the, this, this blazing conflagration that just ravaged the planet and reduced the population significantly, like down to uh, mere stragglers. And yeah. uh, so a thousand years passes and the planet is almost entirely covered by this, this uh, ever-spreading f- forest called the Sea of Corruption. Which is host to these teeming clouds of spores. Uh, I think Nausicaa calls them the bread fungus spores. Well, what happens is if there's a scarred area of the planet, and there are a lot of them because we're talking post-apocalyptic, everything's a wasteland. These bread spores, they blanket the ground and uh, unknown to the inhabitants, they revive the planet. But what the, what these things do is they suck all the impurities out of the planet by, by planting these plants and the plants grow and they siphon all the shit out of the soil, but they're toxic to humans. I was going to say, you're kind of, uh, I mean, I feel like that's, that's a big revelation in the first chapter. You think? That, yeah, I do. That, that the, that, that the plants are actually healing the earth. I think that's, because well, the premise I, is that you have this destroyed post-apocalyptic Earth that's been t- been poisoned by industrialization, and now people can't go anywhere and breathe the air without getting poisoned. Right. They and wear, then you uh, find out, like you're masks. saying, though, that that it's actually because this, this is actually healing the planet. You know. Well, but, yeah, but Nausicaa says it within the first, like, say, twenty pages when she finds uh, Nausicaa. Who? Well, let's set it up e- even farther. Um, the the the. Uh, Population has been pushed to the coastline because of this ever-spreading forest. They, they, they had to take refuge. They're, they're running away from it. So they make these settlements on the coast. And Nausicaa is from the Valley of Wind, which is geographically in a sweet spot. It's, it's near the ocean, and the wind from the ocean blows all the bread fungus spores away from the settlement of, of basically 500 people. So they're all very they're comfortable with the fact that they're going to die but the ocean's doing them a favor it's prolonging their life in a sense by by spreading these spores in the other direction um and nausicaa is the only child that survived from the chieftain of the valley of wind he had 11 children and she's the only one that made it to maturity so if he's the chieftain and he's on his last legs. The dude is frail. He's infirm. He's bedridden. Can't do a damn thing. So Nausicaa is the heir to the throne, right? Yeah. Um, so she has to pick up the reins from her father. And she's a teenage girl that has this huge responsibility thrust upon her. And uh, when you think chieftain, you think of a, 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 a obviously a man who has to deal with the really tough issues, how to protect his people, how to feed his people, how to, how to, how to um, deal with opposing nations and stuff. And all of this has been uh, hoisted upon a teenage girl, which is, is, is pretty big doings in its own, but she is not, she doesn't have the character traits that you would typically assume, uh, associate with a chieftain. She has a penchant for nature. She um, 
she is has much reverence for the natural things uh, in the world the, the forest the creatures that live within the forest she's a very compassionate person she's concerned for the well-being of everything in the forest and yet in order for her to go into the forest she has to risk her life she steps one foot inside that forest and she is at risk she could die if her breathing apparatus screws up or gets ripped off her face and she breathes in that that bread fungus she she will die a very slow and painful death it kind of calcifies your your body like um in uh brandon graham's king city with the the drug that slowly turns yes, yeah, the yeah. people yeah it's kind of like that it calcifies your body and you, you you'll just you'll be unable to use your your limbs and then your lungs go and you're dead okay but um so so she frequently goes into the forest on these little uh fact finding exhibitions expeditions and just to just to mingle with nature and while she's out there she finds uh the 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 shell of a gigantic creature called an omu that just molted i mean this thing is huge they're like it's gigantic spiky futuristic looking like worm creatures yeah they look like a horseshoe crab kind of yeah. kind of yeah, yeah. cross with like a hermit armor, crab but they're yeah but they have like i, I don't want to say dozens they have a lot of eyes okay and and these things are vicious supposedly uh and she finds the carcass of this thing and she's examining it and she's like oh she pries open the eyes the, the eye covering she said this can make a great um cockpit cover like she's always trying to like the indians or, or excuse me the indigenous peoples she 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 always tries to use everything in nature like she doesn't like to waste things um and while she's out there not only does she have an uh an emphatic empathic link with nature she also has a telepathic link it's crazy she can hear in her mind when certain creatures get agitated and she's a guy thing, like a little doctor do little to her yeah and and the uh. thing she hears is the omu who just molted is going crazy and she she feels it in her head she's like what the frig is going on ultimately we find out that someone has killed a forest creature someone who she knows a, a man named yupa who who goes on these little treks for the the valley of wind and brings back trinkets and and resources and stuff but he killed this locust like thing thinking that it was it was taking away a human baby and that freaked out this o omu because one of its own died and it goes on a rampage and she manages to calm this thing and the guy's stunned he's like what in the hell is going on with this girl um and Miyazaki does it really, really well. Um, the Omus, it's in black and white, obviously. Well, um, sepia, a, a slight grayish, brownish color. But um, this thing is freaking out, and, and she calms it, and its eyes go from uh, what they said. What they say, his eyes were blue to begin with, but when he gets pissed off, they turn red. Yeah. Well, Miyazaki makes them black when it's pissed off, and then when it calms down, it's white. But this little girl calms down this gigantic beast right and which surprises Yupa. but and that's where it all starts like she has this this ability to to she well she's kind of an intermediary right wouldn't you say jason between nature and like humanity which is yeah, still, na she, still nature but i mean you know this again this is um it, it's the more i read of like sort of the fantastical classic japanese stuff you know i realize that there's a lot of commonality in a lot of the stuff you know mm -hmm. and like um but yeah she's 
I'm not sure if she hasn't. She may be one of the archetypes of a lot of the other stuff that I've come across in the sense that oh, yeah. this was written, you know, 35 years ago. But yeah, she's kind of that innocent. I think it's a fairly commonplace thing in manga. She's the innocent character that's actually got a much bigger role to play in the future of the world than she realizes. And like right. part of the book is going to be the journey for her to come to realize what how important she is. And she's, you know, but exactly, she's she's kind of the the connection between the of humanity and this new world that's 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 building around them. Yeah. And I don't and she doesn't know that in the beginning and and I would imagine as we get along the book she's going to figure that that out more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, she's a that character type uh is a Miyazaki staple. Okay. It, it, yeah, if you look at it like uh, Princess Mononoke, uh, um, my neighbor Totoro, I mean, those characters are prevalent in his, in his work. But um, long story short, so we we have a girl who now has uh, to assume matters of state, and it just so happens that the Valley of Wind has a treaty uh, with the uh, Vi Emperor of Torumekia, and this guy is the the head honcho of the place. Uh, yeah, he's the uh, HNIC, as they say. Yeah, huge sprawling kingdom, uh, and he is he lords over these these smaller kingdoms. And there, there's a there's a treaty that says um, that the chieftain of every uh, let's say principality under his control has to serve him in battle should he need them. And it just so happens that the uh, emperor wages war against the uh, Dorak principalities, and Nausicaa has to fight. She has to lead her people. Uh, again, a teenage girl who just happens to be a damn good pilot. Uh, and that, Which is that's, unheard of in this world. Right. That's another Miyazaki staple. Aviation, a lot of his work uh, deal with planes or uh, just, uh, an undercurrent of, of aviation like uh, Porco Rosso is about a pilot. I mean, there's just uh, a lot. He's fascinated by planes and, and, and flying. And if you read this, it, it's amazing uh, the, the, the amount of detail he puts into these flying machines. And none, and he doesn't repeat himself either. None of these machines are, like he doesn't, cobbled designs from another one they're all unique they're all awesome and they all look like they could very well serve the function for which they perform in the comic right well the other cool thing about and i know this is another staple of miyazaki is that the way he melds the organic with the mechanical Mm -hmm. you know like even you said like like she she, when she first finds that the first omu um it molts it had molted Mm-hmm. And she finds one of the eye, the eyes, where the 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 shell of what would have been the protective part of the Omo's eye, and she right. brings that back to use as her, you know, part of her cockpit, you know. But it's like she, but you could see like all the armor is like shells of things, you know what I mean? Like she's there, there's just a real synthesis between the mechanical and the organic in this, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, and and the listeners may be asking themselves, okay, so we have this emperor who uh, presides over this vast kingdom. Why does he let the Valley of Wind just uh, remain, uh, be autonomous? Well, it's because the Valley of Wind possesses a weapon, uh, the likes of which no other um, group has, and that's the gunship. Uh, Nausicaa found, it's an example of technology that uh, not only is outdated, but 
all the surviving people forgot or were not privy to the technology that created it. That's how old this, this weapon is. And she, she found a, a working model in the, in the, the sea of corruption. And this gunship serves the, the, uh, the tribe by protecting it. I mean, it's, it's a, fearsome weapon the barrel the it's a plane but the 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 nose of the plane looks like uh a 45 right wouldn't you yes. say that it looks like a 45 yes, it's it's, mm -hmm. it's it is literally a gunship and she can fly the piss out of it um so she's called to war she's got tickets to the gun show she <laughs> does she does she she's called to war and uh encounters a uh supply ship that is being infested by these parasites from the sea of corruption. I guess the plane had to land for whatever reason, and when it did, uh, these creatures jumped on it, and the plane took off. And now they're basically they like are giant lice. Mag, like yeah, or ma yeah, lice or maggots, maggots yeah. and 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 they're pulling it down. And she tries to save it, uh, ultimately fails, and the ship crashes. Everyone, and, and it's really heartbreaking to see because the ship was. Filled with yeah, women little, and children, little seeds, little seedlings, women, little kids. And, and Miyazaki does not pull punches. You see nah. dead children and women all over the friggin' place. She did, he did. Yeah, uh, but there is one survivor, and and Nausicaa runs up to this uh, uh, girl named uh, Rastel, and she turns out to be the daughter of the chieftain of Pejiti, which is a neighboring um, uh, city. And in her final breath, she she gives Nausicaa this artifact and, and and pleads with her please give this to my brother and and that's that really sets up the the a nice chunk of the story that uh she's put in a really weird position now because not only is she uh, a young girl having to take care of matters of state she also has to be uh, uh wary of espionage and people trying to assassinate her for something she doesn't even know what it is you know i mean the 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 Toromechia emperor wants this thing and he sends his daughter out to get it and they are not above killing to get it but because of the gunship and you know treaties and stuff nausicaa is they 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 know she has it but they allow her to keep it and um that's where the effectively the first volume ends it is awesome it, it, it's just so a world that's so freaking immersive that you it, Miyazaki he doesn't pull you in he lulls you in he you slip into this story very easily and you just you cannot help but fall in love with Nausicaa it's true I mean but um, the other thing too though is, is again I think as much as Nausicaa is being set up to be the lead and she's this interesting little petite female who act, you know ends up having all these powers um, the emperor's daughter is an equally, you know, rich and intriguing character. Like she's, right. she's set up to be this awesome, kick-ass, cutthroat military tactician and warrior. But because she's a woman, it's been made clear that she's basically been kicked to the outskirts of the kingdom, while her three older and bumbling brothers are getting all the accolades by by you know conquering other lands, and they have the favor of the father. And she's been basically put out here with the idea that if she could recover this artifact, she would then become his favorite. But it's pretty clear that the emperor's not expecting her to be able to do it. And she's just like cold hearted. And she's like, I'm going to get mine. And but she's the thing about like, it is, again, a woman who knows, knows more that the men who are supposedly above her. 
like yeah. her th- her three brothers right, and her father. Right. They think they're pulling this fast one on her, but she's she's in on. It. She knows what they're doing, and she's 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 leading them in the direction she wants them to go. So so again, you have another strong uh, self reliant female. I mean, it, there's, these aren't uh, uh, wallflowers. You know, shy, introverted women. These these are women that know what they want, and uh, unfortunately, they're put in a position where they have no recourse but to do what they have to to to, to see it, it come to fruition it's mm-hmm. it's an awesome let me get chris because we lost him i don't want oh, to. Oh, i will shit. say this i mean i'll say the art you know it um it's so detailed and so beautiful <sighs> that i do hello one, one second okay sorry it's, jason no it's okay i mean this book is actually slightly bigger than like in terms of the page size. It's actually slightly bigger than a regular comic book so it's not i don't want to i don't want people listening to us thinking it's like a digest or something no the the art is so detailed and especially during the action scenes, it would be great to have this in an even bigger size. You know, it really yeah. would. Be. Well, that the original is bigger mm-hmm. size, and uh, I'll show you them someday. I wouldn't, tra- I wouldn't trade them for the world. But you know, one of, uh, and you'll, you'll see the, the similarities as soon as I say it. One of Miyazaki's influences was Mobius. I can, I'm not, I don't doubt that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Miyazaki does love the Mobius. How could you not? But. Uh, the the artwork is is stunning. Uh, my favorite page is page sixteen. 16. I, I I think it is is probably one of the best pages, uh, comic book pages I've ever seen. It's the one where the the yeah, owner's no, going no, on yeah. a rampage. It it's mm-hmm. just um it's just fantastic. It's only three panels, but it it it, it sets up the scene unbelievably well. Different viewpoints and perspectives in each one, and. Miyazaki's cross-hatching and pen work is just delicious. It is amazingly realized. I, I could draw for a thousand years and never be this good. And that's one of the things that mystifies me about this book. It, it's, it's one of the best stories I think ever told. It's one of the most fully realized worlds I've ever encountered. Uh, this is probably my third time going through this. And it was created by a man with nothing more than a pen. You know, and it's it's uh, it's it's almost embarrassing. Until a few weeks ago, I had never even heard of this. Until someone on the forums started a thread that said, "Hey, there's this great deal on Amazon for this box set." And I I asked, said, "Well, you know, for, for those of us that don't know anything about it, sell me on it." And people, you know, gushed about it. And then I I picked it up because it was so inexpensive, and it was worth ten times the amount. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's really a bargain at thirty bucks. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, there, it's like the one eleven hundred pages, I think. Yeah, uh, if not more. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's these guys that come in and survey the dead. They're they're like um, necro priests, kind of, and they have giant maggots on leashes. <laughs> and and what the maggots do, they they sniff out the uh, the bodies of the dead, and they can relay information to their handlers based on what they smell. It's nuts. And th- these guys are shunned by everybody. Even the bad people, in the the villains, don't like the maggot priests. They just hate their guts. It's like, oh, frig, here they come again. Because they're, they're, I mean, they're scum. They're, 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 they're bottom feeders who, who, who revel in all these dead things around them, and they have these friggin' dog maggots that <laughs> go around sniffing out clues. It's, it's really disturbing. And, and they're faceless. Miyazaki draws them with masks on you. There's no humanity at all left in these people other than, you know, they have two arms, two legs, and a head. That's that basically the similarity to, to humanity. But uh, on the sur- uh, visually, they, they don't even look like they're from this planet. And it's perfect that he did that. Well, how about the, uh, the God Warrior? 
Yeah, that's another wrinkle. I, I, I didn't know if we should go there, but... Oh, well, I mean, um, you're introduced to them. Yeah, there's, there's carcasses littering the landscape of these gigantic mechanoid... I would, they kind, for, they, for, for listeners, I would liken it to like... Um, like finding like a celestial or like a giant sentinels, but right. for, you know, it's like these giant robotic, almost myth, like almost om- omnipotent looking carcasses, like that of of, of times gone by, like or, buried up into up to their shoulders. In, in yeah, or like I guess if if people saw Prometheus this year, like finding like those, you know, those giant, you know, yeah, beings much bigger and more powerful than we are, but are you know, seemingly dead, you know, right? And the God Warriors were the perpetrators. Of uh, the the seven seven days of fire, they they were the things that ravaged the planet, um, and uh, that technology is the 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 secrets of that technology are lost on the people. And what the people of Pegidi were doing to attract the emperor's attention was they were digging within the bowels of one of these god warriors and pulling out engines, technology, working technology. Um, and and studying it and stuff so he wasn't going to have that and he went in and just ravaged the the city and and basically killed everyone uh but um well i'll leave it at that because there, there's there's another wrinkle of that that i won't let the cat out of the bag but it, all of this is again only in the first volume this story is crazy deep uh but it never feels overwhelming i mean he presents it in a way where he eases you into it and just slowly layers the story but it's not dragon ball z you're not going to have a 30 page fight scene um the, it's it's actually very terse wouldn't you say jason it, it, yes. he doesn't he doesn't waste any time um like a character throwing a punch for four pages there's none of that in this there there's very little uh if these things you know, uh, are distasteful to you. There's very little speed lines in it. It's it's classic illustration, uh, on the level of, uh, geez, uh, the greats. It's really really tight drawing. I love it, um, but it, I I I don't really want to oversell it because the work speaks for itself. But if you get a chance, uh, maybe are there any previews online for this? Like, uh, does yeah, I don't this know. have a yeah, there know. should be if there's not um sample it uh, or or do a google, google search for for Nausicaa and just see some of the imagery and i think you'll be hooked um another factoid did you know that at the time miyazaki made the the Nausicaa movie the story wasn't even finished i did not know that yeah wow. he did the, this the, the i don't even think it was anywhere near being finished but he huh. completed the completed the movie before the story was was the print story was even done yeah awesome I have the the movie if you want to see it. It's great. Is it good? Yeah, it's wonderful. Yep. Yeah, I'm Love pretty uh, embarrassingly not well educated in Miyazaki's work. Like, I'm very familiar with the name and his artistic style, but I I can't say that I've really immersed myself in a lot of his 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 uh, his films. His yeah. his anime is atypical. Again, it's uh, it's not One Piece or Dragon Ball Z. It's Whoa. Okay. Well, oh, very, sorry. Very Disney-esque. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I had to grab my coffee. Yep. <laughs> I didn't so turn can... my mic off. I'm sorry. Nausicaa. Check it out, people. We would not say you wrong, especially uh, in terms of the classics, of which this is one, I think. It's No diggity, awesome. no doubt. Yeah. So let's do another live tweet. You guys take it, because I dropped my pen. I'm having trouble reaching it. 
Aaron dropping your pants. I don't have Twitter on, so. <sighs> oh, my Take goodness. Okay, let me find one. Uh, someone we haven't heard from. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Uh, what? Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. We have, from my Galactus, who I believe is Legion of Daves on our forum, what is a run or story that you've always wanted to check out but have never had the chance or gotten around to reading? That's a good question. Um, Sandman. Wow. I keep wow. That's a good one. Keep trying. I, I, I always get like thing. three issues in and I, it just, I, I can't <laughs> make it. Uh, you shouldn't. You shouldn't kick yourself for that, Chris. <laughs> you're, I mean, it, there are some some very good spots in it, very very high points, but ultimately the the ending shits all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's that, that's my that's my you know long run of comics that I think I've always wanted to felt like I need to read, and I have yeah. done it. That and Warlock, uh, the uh, all. Uh, Star One's Warlock Saga. Oh, that yeah. That, you should, that's you to, should that's read Jay that. Tomio, uh, Holy Grail stuff right there. Yeah. Um, Why well, also? I too have not read Sandman. Um, Nor have I. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> God, I'm just trying to think what's in my comic room right now because it's full of stuff that I haven't read, but that I bought to read and I haven't read. It. Um. Oh, I've got it. So I'm I'm pretty pretty. I've gotten pretty caught up with BPRD, but I've still never read an issue of Hellboy. But I have all the uh, library really? editions. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got all the library editions, but I just haven't read it yet. So oh, you need I, to get that. I, I don't even have the library editions. I'm staring. I'm staring yeah. at the uh, the the little figure that that came with the animated DVDs. And aside from the uh, the first story that uh, that Burns scripted, mm-hmm. uh, I've read very little. I enjoy the two movies, but I've read very little actual Hellboy comics. I will go out on a limb and say that at this point, as much as I love Hellboy, I'm probably a much bigger fan of the BPRD stuff. I could believe that. Yeah. Well, he was really smart. He subtracted Hellboy from the equation just to focus on the supporting characters. That's pretty brilliant. Yeah. Not a bad idea. No. And it gambled to some degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you have a character as good as Abe Sapien... Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, whole, the whole cast it's, it's, is great. Right. What else? Um, all good. Oh. What, what did we always want to read but never checked out? Hmm. I don't know. I really don't know. You have nothing? Dan, Dan Dare? I, I keep hearing a lot about the British uh, Dan Dare strip, mm-hmm. um, oh, but I've never read it. I, I, I don't know. See, I mean, I've, 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 I've dabbled. Well, not dabbled. I mean, I've, I've, I read various years. You know, I, I read GI Combat. I read some Sergeant Rock. I fucking read Arik. I mean, there, there have been things that I've read where I just, I, just to say In that Iraq? I've read it. If you want to call it that, <laughs> uh, it, it, you know. So I, I don't think there's anything that I really haven't Ooh. tried. What Quantum and Woody. I keep hearing shit about that. I've never read it. <laughs> I um, actually, I have, I have the complete run. I, I still yeah. have to finish it. I haven't, I haven't. Uh, I'm, I'm only a few issues into the run. Um, 
Same thing with Priest. I have the entire Priest run of, of the Ray, and yeah. I haven't finished that. Uh, oh, you when you said, uh, yeah, I, I, for some reason, when you said Priest, it translated to Preacher in my mind. But yeah. Okay, see, now I only read the first few trades of that. I haven't finished that. That's oh, another preacher? one. Um, I mean, I've yeah. read Preacher, but uh, oh, I've I, I, Transmet. I've only read the first trade of Transmet, and I've oh, always boy. meant to finish that up. That's good yeah, stuff. I've read, first, I've read the first couple of trades of Transmet. I've never read anything of Hitman. Uh, you like fun. it. I, yeah, I, I, it's fun. I read like it. the Bloodlines where he was introduced. <laughs> I, I, so I have to take that back. Uh, <laughs> Hitman, Hitman's of an era, but you know it's yeah. oh, Invisibles. That's another one that I've I've never I read. I read that. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. It's just it's long. I mean, it's just one of those when I I wasn't. There's a lot of that stuff. I haven't read all of Starman. I'm about halfway through it. So there's there's a lot of comics that I was just checked out for a while that were great in the the mid and late nineties. And I right. just I, I will circle back at some point and I'll read right. it. I'll read the Invisibles. I'll finish all of Starman. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still a lot of Love and Rockets I have to catch up on. Mm-hmm. It's Take uh, time. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty much in... <laughs> I, I've that's all strange paradise. You know, it's... Uh... Christopher, I think I have a handle on your tastes. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure The Invisibles is for you. Why would you say that, Vincent? It's do you hate fun things? No, it's The, the Invisibles. The Invisibles is kidding. not fun. No, I was kidding. It's, it's extremely dense, and it... Yeah. It uh, enters into those topics that some would consider, uh, like the conspiracy theories and the paranormal stuff, and he just keeps layering it and layering it. Um, it it's kind of dry. Uh, if you're not if you're not a fan of that stuff, uh, or not fascinated by it, it, it's it. I would assume it would be a, a difficult read because it's dense, man. You can't read it fast. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know, maybe you'll like it. Maybe I'll get you the damn I, I, omnibus I, for Christmas. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. It's, I still need to finish reading all the Howard the Duck before I get Ooh. to it. Yeah. Uh, I've started a stuff, so. always wanted to read. I, it, it, if, it would have gone completely in different directions if he said that uh, were there any things that, that, that you purposely avoid, so I'm glad we... Don't have to worry about that. I still need to read the first hundred issues of Fantastic Four. You know, I I haven't gotten through all of those. And John mm-hmm. Byrne says those are the hundred greatest comics ever written. So I guess I should read them. You should. Here's a question. Any thoughts on Brendan McCarthy? Yeah. No one? Brendan um, McCarthy, uh, I mean, on this side of the pond, he did the covers, a lot of the covers for Shade the Changing Man. He was recently featured in an IDW comic called Zosser of Zilk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a two-issue, 2000 AD uh, reprint. I think Brendan McCarthy's amazing. Jason, not a fan? No, I just don't, I don't know him that well. I mean, I, I like what I've seen of him, but I can't say that I have a strong opinion of him one way or the other. He's just in the quietly, the quietly school. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. Don't, I just don't know him well enough to really. Yeah, very psychedelic artwork. Lots of color. Lots of things going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I absolutely enjoyed immensely his uh, miniseries Fever. 
Oh, yeah. Fever. Las Vegas. And uh, he's been around for a while. All right, let's, let's get another one. Um, what do you guys think of the Parker trailer? What's the Parker trailer? I haven't seen it. You mean oh, Parker no. as in Darwin Cook's Parker? Or 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 Stark's Parker, but yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, they're, wait, they're doing another Parker movie? But it's actually Parker. It's not Porter. It's not. But I'm saying like they're, but they're doing another one though. Another. Yes. Is it? Is it? Is it? So who Stanley? who gave who gave him permission to use the name Parker? I don't know. I'm guessing Westlake's estate. Well, who's who's estate. in it? Yeah. Like is it, huh. is it is it Jason Statham? No way! They gave Jason Statham permission to use Parker. Really? No, I, I, I'm asking. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't seen the trailer. I thought I thought one of us might have. Chris, Chris is not pleased. Chris is like, what? <laughs> Who that? You know? I mean, Jason uh, Statham's you know, awesome, I, I, but like, it's not. For, it is. It's Jason Statham. It absolutely. Wow. Is. You know what? What Westlake gave one person permission to use the Parker name in in the adaptations of of his work and Oh my god, Jennifer Lopez is in the movie too. Oh and no. This is Nick If the screenplay for for Payback wasn't good enough to to get the, you know, to be blessed by actually using the name Parker, it's like, come on. After the guy's yeah. dead, we're going to do this. I don't know the story, but my my gut reaction is that's kind of I shit. As soon as you said Jennifer Lopez, I'm like, see ya. Shut <laughs> out. Yeah. She was in the sight. She was in the cell. No, out of sight is a great fucking movie, and it's not. That is a good movie. That's pig mouth. Uh, that question was asked by uh, Rortega52. Here's a great question from Electric Electric Mayhem asks: Could the comics industry survive without all the blogs, podcasts, slash yes. social yes. media push? Yes, yeah, I think it could. Yeah. But we you gotta such, admit, we are such a small, infinitesimal part of the actual buying public for comics, and this is this is something else that I have a tendency to go off on. Comics are not going to die. Marvel no. and DC could stop publishing comics tomorrow, along with every other publisher that you've probably ever heard of, and comics will keep going on. Comics will be made. The industry might change and shift and and go through major you know upheaval comics will not die and i think that that we have a tendency of of overvaluing our place in comics as oh, both i don't have a tendency to do that I'm, i completely agree with you you it, we are such we are such a head of a of a pin on you know the 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 industry of comics so no. but i don't think you should discount the contribution we we uh, we give to comics because um, we have we collectively not just us I'm not you know no no ego involved but we, or, or pod, the, pod, podcasts in general we provide a lot of free damn advertising yeah to a very for, small for, for, group of people I mean just from personal experience look how many copies of aphrodisiac Jason moved. Yeah. Why well, I've, no, I've, I've, I've said that from the beginning is that for you know podcasts where podcasts were great and where podcasts are still great is you know when we first met Cullen Bunn and Brian Hurt you know if we were able to it was the same time that like Civil War was coming out 
and if we help sell an extra 600 copies of Civil War number one, do you think anyone is going to notice? You no, know, they were but if... over they were selling over 100,000 copies of that. But if we help sell 500 copies of The Damned, there you that go. Was, that was a big deal and i still think that today that you know if you know if we're able to move you know help sell um trades of orc stain or aphrodisiac or um american barbarian i mean we can move the the needle on on books like that we're not we're not going to sell more copies of fantastic four to, oh to no, no 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 but that's my perception of when someone says comic industry i automatically approach it from the the uh, small press and, and independent publishers i don't because we don't let's be honest what's the ratio uh of uh big two to independent talk on this show I, we talk a lot less about marvel and dc than we do anything else sure we do mm-hmm. sure. uh and and you know what in my opinion that's as it should be because honestly, there's not a whole hell of a lot to talk about about Marvel and DC. Well, there, I mean, there we are can talk about the same stuff, or we. But can you're talk right. About but you're right. We I don't think we could ever impact um, Marvel and DC sales. Yeah, we're I, not, I, I think we're not a I think, fanboy. But I think the question is kind of clarifying. You know what the industry or what parts of the industry? Because I think that I think that you know obviously stuff like you know Newsrama and CBR and iFanboy and uh, you know, Comics Alliance and all the you know different you know blogs and, and sites. Sure, they make a difference. I kind of what I've kind of started to realize is that I think that they make more of a difference with people that work within the industry. I think it's almost yeah. like a, you know, a status thing or or you know, how am I being viewed by the media in the industry? I think and right. you know, so yeah, so I I think you kind of have to clarify what you mean by industry. I I think that, you know, the industry as um selling books or the industry as the relatively small number of people that actually are involved making comics yeah so yeah. i went to newsarama today Why? I, I i don't i don't know on purpose on, on yes honestly it's like listening to my daughter talk on the phone nothing <laughs> on that page <laughs> registers with me i don't want to i don't want to hear any of it it's like they're, they're speaking a different language it, they are so heavily skewed to the big two Maybe it's just where I'm at right now. I that I have no interest in that, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just story after story of stuff that does not appeal to me. So, whatever. It's okay. Yeah, you got to grow up sometime. Uh, Jonathan D. Gordon <laughs> asks. <laughs> Jonathan D. Gordon asks, "Why is Star Trek so much better than Star Wars?" Oh dude, God, I don't know about that, dude. I'm but, next. It's too late in the day to get into that. Does anyone has anyone read anything, or we should just keep it up with the uh, EOC live tweets? Let's I mean, anything they want to talk yeah, about. Let's go, let's well, I did more. read something, but I promised Dap we would talk about it next week, which is the first six issues of yeah, Adventure Time. Yes, 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 yes. Next week would be awesome. We can do Adventure. We're doing Adventure Time next week. Yes. Yeah. Nice. And let's do Marceline too, because I got those issues to read. Oh, I did. Okay. All right. We don't have to do that. Oh, here's one for David. Is it? G2... I think it's GB, right? It is GB. Uh, Yeah, asks, whatever happened to Thought Balloons? When did all comics become first-person narratives? Uh, I believe we can thank Batman for that. I don't know. Thank who? 
Batman, Frank. So we uh, we we can thank Bendis for that. I was just going to say, if Bendis is in the call, then yeah, you could thank Batman. Watchmen and Dark Knight, where they went with narrative boxes instead of the thought ones. He's got it right. Chris Neesman. Yes, sir. Clayface versus Clay Aiken in a fight. Who wins? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, That's from Dan. I'm going to go with uh, Clay Aiken. <laughs> oh boy! Would hit a note so high that it would disrupt the molecular cohesion of Clayface, and he would just. Well, I like you said, molecular cohesion. Well done. What is going on here, Andrew J. Tom? Chris Neesman versus Clay Aiken in a fist fight. Who wins? What is with the Clay Aiken? Yeah, stuff? I don't. Is that? Did we miss some rant by Chris? I, I, I don't know. To the Clayface. <laughs> I Clay Aiken because I I. I wouldn't hit a girl. Oh, I get it. Nicely done, my friend. Oh, no. That's that's mean. Yeah, yeah, that's so different than the show. Boy, you know, we get a lot of live tweets, and I'm sorry that we can't, well, we're sorry that we can't answer them all, but there is a lot of questions here. Um, Real quickly, um, I read uh, Homeland uh, Directive. Oh, yay! uh, um, Which... Jason and Vince were both big fans of. Uh, David, did you read it? I have not yet, no. Um, all I got to say is that um, Mike Huddleston has leveled up so much. He is, yeah, he is. He is Preach. such a boss these days. He is a freaky deaky. Um, it, it's crazy. You know, um, Mike would drop in for around comics recordings every great once in a while. He lives here in Chicago, but I, I think he's, he's kind of a, a quiet guy and doesn't do, you know, does, doesn't go out for a lot of like the comic book meetups and that kind of stuff. I think he's just, you know, kind of a, just kind of a quiet, easygoing guy. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But now I'm so mad because I, I wish I had been able to, um, get to know him more and kind of follow his artistic process because Homeland Directive and what he's doing in Butcher Baker, is so freaking good. I mean, his he has a style. He has a style that it's like, yeah, that's Mike Huddleston, and it is such this mix of graphic techniques, and it's 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 dirty and sticky, but then he gets Zipatone in there, but and it's great cartooning, and I'm I am so loving his stuff. It is it, it's it's awesome. Yeah. I, You're right. I really love it. Uh, the story of Homeland Directive, three quarters of it, I absolutely loved. Um, I had, I had uh, a couple issues with it. Um, I thought that the kind of the 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 big reveal of the plot of why everything is happening, um, it happened so quick. I had to turn the page back to mm-hmm. to read it again. And I was like, oh, okay it's a big deal that they kind of didn't make a big deal out of yeah, and I was yeah. like oh okay that's that's what it is and then i thought that the uh um the resolution was very quick so mm-hmm. i loved i loved the first 3 quarters of the book uh i thought that you know that the that the resolution could have been a little bit stronger but from an art standpoint it's a fucking grand slam definitely yeah, I would agree with you on all those counts yeah, def- definitely worth picking up and reading. It's a fun little 
conspiracy espionage you know kind of look at the the big brother aspect of our of our country and um yeah it was a, a thoroughly enjoyable um read it, it, not a perfect 10 but uh um i picked it up at the the top shelf sale so i think i got it for three bucks or whatever but uh, um, yeah, if it's out there, just just for Huddleston's art alone, and it, certainly if you're a conspiracy theorist kind of um, you know entertainment person, um, certainly worth picking up. Yeah, yeah. So you guys were right. Stunning, 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 stunning. Yeah, yeah. His stuff. I can't. When's the Butcher Baker hardcover coming out? Uh, wasn't it solicited? Was it solicited? Was it solicited? Was it solicited? Was it solicited? No, no, it wasn't. Was it? I it, it's got it's to be soon. My um, my friend. I think Sonia, as soon as Vince's echoes over. Yeah. Uh, 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 my friend Sonia Harris uh, did the design work for Butcher Baker. That's so, right. Yeah. So I can't uh, can't wait to pick it up for that for that alone. Yeah. Yeah. No, when you say echo, is it static or just echo? Yeah, static. static. Back again, son. While uh, while 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 we're all here, uh, our friend Templar Matt Burden has a friend, uh, Joe, whose son uh, ran into a bit of trouble recently. Spent some time in the hospital, and he is now recuperating. He has uh, he's he I, I I'll say he's um, he's better than he has been. Over, over the past week or so, but uh, Matt says that um, he says if if he'd like to, and he's already started, um, he's already been told by people on the forum on online that uh, cards and letters and artwork, these items are making their way over to uh, Jolly Old England. If you would like to wish Ray Ferguson well, uh, we have. Um, we have a place where you can send cards and letters to. Uh, we'll include it in the show notes, but for everybody listening, it is Ray Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N, Care of Andrews, 137 Brighton Road, uh, Colesden, C-O-U-L-S-D-O-N, Surrey, S-U-R-R-E-Y, C-R-5-2-N-J. What strange planet is that going to? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the UK. Ah. Yeah, my wife, my wife is uh, is going to Scotland without me. Nice, oh, good for plan. her. What would she go for? Wait, next week. Yeah, for just a... like over Thanksgiving, she's gonna she's abandoning going to Scotland, Scotland Joe. Just funny, yeah. or I mean, just for fun, or just yes, a... it's uh, her best friend from high school was nice. there. Nice. So, yeah, so she's. Uh, I'm gonna scoot over there for about eight days or so. Get some haggis while she's there. Dogs, do I? Get some haggis while she's there. I don't know if that's on the list, but uh, but uh, I, she's gonna curl. Um, it's uh, that's where that's where curling originated. So she's real women eat haggis. So. Yeah. Raw. So she's she's already she's already uh, gotten hooked up with a curling uh, a club over there. So she's excited about she that. Do some caper tossing while she's there too. Um, you know those those Highland sports are awesome, all of them. You should so show up on Sal's doorstep on Thanksgiving and say hi, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he would what, lock the door and turn what, out the lights. What you? <laughs> He'd be like me and Marta on Halloween. Yeah, 
Hey, what's up with your Scrooge on Halloween? Oh, snap. <laughs> you never met the children in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I have. One of them sold me some elotes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Here's another EOC live tweet uh, from Cody Mander. Says he finally got a chance to read Alan Moore's Miracle Man. Yay. Okay, most, most realistic childbirth ever in comics. True or what, false? What, what torrent site did he get that from? I'd, <laughs> I would have to say true. Most, Dr. Demonoid got most, shut down. Most realistic yeah, childbirth. Uh, no, I would say the most realistic was in Saga. Wow. No, uh, the Miracle <laughs> Man is more realistic. Come on. It's gooey. And drawn by Rick Veach. <laughs> Issue number nine of Miracle Man, which I have autographed by Mr. Rick Veach. Rick Veach has never he, done the greatest of anything. And he, dude, oh, oh please! He even he even kissed the copy for me before he gave it back. Jason, Jason, I'm hoping for a turnaround on Mr. Veach, a la Mr. Allred. It'll happen. Yeah, Allred quietly. It'll happen. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> all you got to do. I think I'm more likely to, to fall back in love with Larry Stroman first. All we have to do is hand you a copy of Brat Pack, and you will be a rich Rick Veach fan. That is, yeah, that's that's. Yep, it's got balls. <laughs> do it then. Yeah. <laughs> see what I did there, David? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did see. Oh uh, boy, uh, Gordo asks. Don't Gordo. Tell, don't tell an artist how to draw. Okay, but if you could give advice or critique, who and what would you tell an artist? Who and what would you tell an artist to do? What? Um, yeah, don't tell an artist how to draw. But if you can give advice to a particular artist, what would you tell them and why? Uh, easy, 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 easy. I would tell Salvador La Roca to get in a time machine and go back about fifteen years. And <laughs> I'm with you, brother. I am yeah. so with you. He used to be able to draw really well. He was a yeah. great cartoonist. He was a boss. He was yep. a boss, a big time. I pull boss. out those extreme X Men issues, which he made me fall in love with Sage forever. Yep. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, draw like this. Yeah, do this. Yeah. Uh, I would get Darwin Cook, Chris Somney, uh, Paolo Rivera, um, and. Ramon Perez and tell them to invest in cloning technology. <laughs> I would. <laughs> yeah, so he could spend time with David. I would. Uh, I would. We need I more would, of them. They, um, I would get in a time machine, go back, and make sure Vince Coletta lost the keys to his studio. Oh, wow. That's crazy, yo. <laughs> Here I am trying to bring some love. Uh, you really? There we go. <laughs> uh, honestly, because I'm I'm siding with David, I would love to see more pencilers develop a relationship with an inker like Phil Hester and Andy Parks, or or Byrne and Austin, or yeah. you know any of the you know any of the great uh, penciler inker tandems that's one of the things that makes me sad about comics today is that is that we are we're losing the the great penciler inker tandems and that's something that uh um i i is i, I really special to david but it's something i i'm realizing more and more all the time how much i'm missing so i would i would definitely like to see 
pencilers inked by other people. I, I, it, I mean, obviously, if you, if, if you're Frank Miller, if you're John Byrne, you know, you, you, you have a vision. You want to finish that. You want to put that on the page, and that's. But if you are a younger penciler who needs some fine tuning, then having that Joseph Rubenstein or that or or Terry Austin or or Andy Parks, if he were still inking, then you could um you you would benefit from from their experience and they would be able to bring something out from your work. So I would I I'd love to see inkers, but I would I would love to see penciler and anchor teams, mm-hmm. not 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 pencilers ink themselves. Yeah. I got two. Since we're talking about time machines, yep. I would go back and smack the gun out of Wally Wood's head. Oh, uh, nice. Wally Wood's, uh, well, sorry, Wally Wood's hand. And somehow, I could be persuasive. Yeah, but he couldn't draw at that point. Oh, come on. I, I would somehow persuade him to change his mind and make him realize that he is uh, up there with the greatest artists of, of, in any medium. And and somehow try and convince him not to do it. I would you, I would be Wallywood's friend or try did to. You, did you ever get the um uh the artist edition, the weird no, science? No, 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 oh. no, I didn't. Dude, I know I'm stupid. And B, here's another one that they'll make you go ah. I would get in my time machine. This is not an artist, but this is what I would do if I had a time machine anyway. I would get in in my time machine and go back and somehow detain. The crazy ass driver from being uh, on the street at that time when he hit Bill Mantlo. Oh, I, I would somehow make that dude not be there when he yeah. was supposed to be there and make let Bill Mantlo cross the damn street. Yep. yep. It's true. Go. And then the other one I would do is I would uh, I would I would um, go back in time. And capture Jim Chung and put him in a cage. Say draw for me, bitch. <laughs> to get food. It's like I'll feed you. Because that's the we only took, way I'm ever took, gonna get a full page from him. We took we took care of your Jim Chung sketch for you. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you took care of the spirit of it. It was a very warm gesture. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's like, it's like, you know, Gordo took care of my... I now have a piece of original Jaime Hernandez art, so... Hey, Gordo. I still don't have an original Vince B, which makes me sad. You will. You will. You always say um, that, but you, will. you don't mean it. You know what right. else I would do? I would I would pay Neil Adams a bazillion dollars and have him teach everybody these days how to draw. <laughs> these days? Wow. <laughs> Still back in the sixties, and I would have them have him school people on how to write great comics. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) The Batman Odyssey template is shall survive. For whatever reason, it's crazy. And literally, because whenever I I hear Neil Adams, one of the very first, like I have to actually look past this image. To get to something else, whether it's a, a Detective Comics cover or something, but it's that ad from from Crazy Man where he's ripping the page out. All you see, is yeah, I see that every fucking time. Love I love it. I love it. I love it. Do you know he's doing an X Men comic now? I yeah. saw. It. Yeah, it looks really good. I don't know how, it, but uh, he's not writing it, or at least he's he may be writing it with someone else. Christos Gage is writing. It. Christos Gage, right? I'm gonna get it when they first or something like that. I'm gonna get it when they collect it because it's Neil Adams and it's better than everybody else. 
<laughs> Neil Adams did one of my favorite uh, runs of all time on X Men. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's some it's some of the ba- seriously. If you if you've never read the the Roy Thomas Neil Adams never read X Men when it was canceled, that now's your chance. Best that, havoc ever. Hey. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Define, uh, yeah, define, ha- and Polaris, too. That's yep. a, hey, David, you, you make fun about them canceling that. They kept, they kept it around for almost yeah. a year after they it's were going bi- to cancel. That's like six issues. It's, it was bi monthly at that point. He did, yeah. yeah, well, he did, he did the 13 issues. That sounds about did, right. Yeah. Doesn't. There's a, there's a, uh, who else was was doing it around that same time? There's there's one person that kind of snuck in. It was was it was it Warner Roth? Oh, Don Heck. I, 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 I Don Heck is on my mind for some reason. I think Don wow. I think Don, Don, Don Heck had had an issue in the middle of that run or kind of at the end. And uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. Stuff. That pretty. What happened? Yep. Do we lose David? I don't know. No, he's, he's still there. He's just real quiet. Okay, I thought he was going into the X vault to dig out his issues. <laughs> Those were good times. Then they had a string of reprints, didn't they? Right before yeah, they, 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 they went into reprints. Yeah. From, God, what, what what issue? It was like issue sixty six to issue. Now I'm being a nerd. Issue sixty six to issue ninety three were all reprints right. of the. Uh, was it 66? Let me see here. I'm grabbing my omnibus. Um, then Cockrum came in and screwed it all up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, nah, you know I love Cockrum. Cockrum, awesome. He's- Here's another one. I would go back and give Cockrum lots of money so he didn't have to sell his action figures at toy shows to survive. Yeah. I, you know, I've really come to um, uh, appreciate Cockrum. Uh, Cockrum and Kirby are two artists that I didn't really appreciate because, you know, I came in, uh, the Paul Smith, Byrne, Neil Adams. Because you're a buster. And, yeah, it's like, <laughs> Cockrum, you know, it's like, oh, Cockrum was on it and then things got good with Byrne. And so it took me years to really kind of um, develop an appreciation for, for Dave Cockrum. And now I, I love stuff. Yeah, but Cockrum was the template from which Byrne went wild. I mean, he well, had to have a starting I'll, point. Tell that to a 13-year-old. True, you're right. You're exactly right. Yeah, uh, issue 66 was the was the last uh, uh, last X-Men issue before they went to reprints. That's the one with the Hulk. The Hulk clashes out. <laughs> what else uh, is that? Uh, yeah, Sa- Sa- Sal Buscema. God bless Sal. Our pal Sal. Yeah. Oh, man. With the still, spittle. Still doing it. You're right. Sal did a lot. You know who else did a lot of spittle? Trimpy. Yeah. Well, that was the Hulk. He had the, yeah. He, opened he his always had like at the, yeah. Extra was, uh, mouth juice. What? Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's the product of the transformation. Who knows? He's yeah. nice. He talks <laughs> like this. Hulk really well. Yes, I can. Trimpy's a Hey, beast. man. Trimpy drew one of my most coveted issues of all time. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. That's my man, fifty grand right there. That issue cemented his uh, position in the comic book hall of fame. He's in- it's true. Yep. By the way, I think uh, I'm I'm back on the back issue tip a little bit. So in C two, nice. Back issues, what are you looking for? Couple, you know, a couple issues. Couple, C- couple nice. three. Mainly, mainly, I, I would love to come away with uh, finally 
finally hooking hooking myself up with a giant size X Men. Yeah. Really? You don't have giant size X Men? And you say this every time I bring it up. You're like, really? <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> really? We'll so help you with that. We'll help it's you. giant size X Men in what? Uh, FF number fifty six. Fifty two. Uh, no, fifty two. Yeah. Fifty two. Okay, that's the that's the Black Panther one. We'll just we'll, we'll hang out at uh, Mile High in Chuck's booth. At oh, jeez. No, no. <laughs> no. We'll find you a good copy. There, there are good copies to be had. I just haven't wanted to pull the trigger, but um, I figure that considering that every year I convince myself that I'm going to wait, and then every year the prices go up again, I figure that uh, gotta stop waiting. Now or never. I've fallen it's, off the bash, back issue wagon. Well, I haven't. I mean, this is I haven't bought any back use of any type in years. But this, you know, this is more of a, you know, my thing. I haven't bought a a piece of original art since it may. It may be C two E two. Oh, what about your um your jam piece? That's original art. Well, yeah, I, but I had started that last year. I haven't acquired a new sheet of paper since. And actually, I didn't even buy the burn piece at C two E two. I I had traded some stuff off. Yes. Um. Right. So I there wasn't really any um or much money that changed hands there. So yeah, I haven't gotten a new piece in a long time. So what's the uh, 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 the artist choice? The uh, his big sale will be coming up here pretty soon, won't it? I'm hoping so. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good chance. I got that um uh, that Jose Luis Garcia Lopez page uh, from Weird War Tales. Well, that was a four page story. There's part of me that wants to go and get the other. You three really pages. should. You really should. Yeah. Think, I'm thinking about it because you know how how often do you you know have a chance to for not that much money get a complete story by yeah. one of the greats? It's kind of neat. So we'll see. I would do nasty things for an Alex Nino page. Really? Oh, yeah. You yeah. Would. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're from, out there aren't from they? his from his Warren uh, work. Yeah. I would kill for that. And a Pat Boyette. I I would really do disturbing things for a Pat Boyette page. Yeah. I've got the I've got the Gabriel Hardman sickness right now. I would love a a, a Bruno Premiani page. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Not, they're not cheap. They're no. not cheap. He just he didn't do enough work and I think there are enough people that that are aware of how awesome he is. This is the guy that did Doom Patrol, by the way. Yeah. And uh those pages, I mean, if they have any any of the uh, characters, um, the, I mean, you're talking 1,200 at basement, and it goes yeah. up from mm-hmm. there into the you know threes and, and fours. There's one at, at Heritage Auction right now, and I have no idea what it's at, but that's I'm pretty confident I'm never going to have a Bruno. Bruno that, that's page. why I had to laugh when uh, someone put the thread up on our forum about the Larry Stroman. Uh, X Factor cover going for ten grand. Yeah, that's just silly money. Like if I had ten grand to blow, I would not be spending it on Larry Stroman. As nice as that image is. Yeah, yeah well, I, I had posted on Twitter because another Heritage auction was a uh, Liefeld, one of Liefeld's covers from X Force, the one with uh, like it had a bunch of like Feral and a bunch of other characters and Cable and stuff, and mm-hmm. um, like it was like still like two weeks to go at the time, and it was already up to like twelve grand. Yeah, it's like, silly. Hey man, if Honestly, you got the money, you know you got the money. Seriously, but you can buy a Kirby page for a fraction of that cost. Mm. I don't know, bro. Yeah, you can. Kirby page is pretty expensive. Right, I don't know, man. Not ten thousand yeah. dollars. I mean, not a cover though. You can't buy a Kirby cover. 
No, because they're all probably scooped up by now. But yeah. I mean, the really good ones are. But uh, you can get interior Kirby pages for four, five thousand dollars. Yeah. I mean, no good ones. So a toss up between Larry Stroman and Kirby. Stroman's at the on the corner selling pencils. No way, it's not going to happen. Dude, a, a choice between Stroman and 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 Rick Veach and and Stroman's on the corner. Wow, why, why just, you got to shit on my love? Why? Wow. Uh-huh. I I I condone this abuse, by the way. I, <laughs> I, find, I find it most entertaining. Veach is it's, a it's more entertaining than Walking Dead. He's a master. Veach is a master. <laughs> Son of a Veach. Ah, oh, good God. Well, you know what? We're over two hours. <laughs> I, I think we should. You did. I think we <laughs> should wrap this sucker up. This episode of Eleven O'clock Comics has been brought to you once again by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, where you can get your favorite funny books and collectibles at huge. What's the oh. word? Wamba discounts, thirty-five to seventy-five percent off. Use the code EOC eight. It'll get you an extra eight percent off in your travels. I um, made. Um, an admission of kind of guilt on the forum this on the Twitter this week. I have never bought an issue of the Tick before this week. That's really that baffles me. I really shocked. I know, I know. Um, I have read uh, scattered issues of the Tick here and there. I love the television show uh, as mm. for as little long as it lasted. Uh, and um, but. I've I've never actually purchased an issue of the Tick, but there was a fulcrum to get me to do it, and it was the appearance of Mike Allred's Madman issue one hundred and one of the Tick, cover price six dollars and ninety nine cents. Before you squawk, I'll tell you it it's a it's a exercised big thick chunky issue, features Mike Allred's Madman. Uh, I have yet to read it, but um, visually it's pretty damn sweet. It's uh, in the. It seems to have Silver Age sensibilities to it, which is always welcome. There is a twenty-four-page uh, comic story that leads it off, and there is a huge prose piece at the end. I guess it's in a, uh, the end of the series, the one hundred comic book history of the Tick. And uh, it drags you through all the various iterations and different comics in which the tick has appeared and the history and uh, the uh, behind the scenes stuff that went on. And it's really cool for someone who hasn't read it. That was a godsend because, like I said, I'm not too knowledgeable about the tick, but um, it was really good. So if you haven't read the tick, check it out. I think now is the time to do so because Allred's Madman is in it. There you go. Pick it up. It's from yeah, NEC Comics, and it yep. was. No it's, it's it's it's. I guess um, the uh, Arthur guy gets killed in uh, ish, in in a a previous issue. No, it's it's right. You open the cover, you can't miss it. It says uh, Tick One Hundred Flashback. Arthur gets killed, and uh, this issue shows the appearance of Orson, the Golden Age Arthur. And he he's a a, a mishmash of uh, a number of different heroes uh, in 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 uh, the you know the the parody style of of the Tick. I'm assuming, you know, from what I've read, but it, it's pretty cool and uh, it's neat. Get it? Poor Arthur. I like Arthur. I like Arthur too. Yeah, but now he's dead. <laughs> there you go. What else we got? Uh. I, uh, 
eventually I'm going to be able to talk about American Vampire. Read it. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I someday. One day. Someday. Is it, are you all finished with uh, with Volume 4? No, no, no. Get there. I'll get up there. We'll talk what's about fo- it. What's volume, where, where does Volume 4 end? Uh, 21, 22, It's the last four. page. Um, <laughs> clever. It he, was. Come on, witty, give him he's that. Witty when, he's witty when he's sleepy. Give him that. That was. Hey, not clever. sleepy. I went and I got I a, another coffee. another cup of coffee. I'm gonna be. I'm all wired and sober. It's 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 different for it's me. It's fucking scary. Um, it hey, is uh, issues 19 through 27. Wow, already. Uh, yeah, and it's uh yeah it's uh, well, but they're going on hiatus, right? <clears throat> what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, the series is going on hiatus. Is that so, because Snyder has too much to do? Or? It's because Snyder's writing the DC Universe yeah, right now. Much. He's the new Jeff Johns. Yeah, pretty much. Does Jeff Johns write comics anymore? I hope none not. That, none, that are any, not no, none that are worth reading. He's too busy fucking up Shazam. <laughs> wow. He's Great. concentrating really hard on that. <laughs> something you really have to concentrate on? <laughs> I think it's pretty hard to screw up Shazam. Uh, if you if you go from the template, it's pretty damn hard. Uh, in in your travels, go to lazycomics with an X dot com and check out some of uh, Randy Gentile's web strips. Uh, I uh, I was reading a, a mini comic version that I picked up at uh, that, that he threw at me at New York Comic Con, and it is. Uh, there's autobiographical stuff in there. There's, um, it's, it's, uh, he, he's a New Yorker and, and, and he, uh, there's, there's definitely New York in these pages. There's, there's a, um, there's a New York feel to it, but the, uh, there's the web, there's a strip updated daily, uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, but yeah, just, just check out the website. There's a lot of stuff there for you to, uh, keep you occupied and i would also recommend um because i i read it before we talk tonight uh thor god of thunder right the first issue jason aaron uh he said rivik and uh, colors by dean white it is it's gorgeous first of all it was uh vince it was it, it's reminiscent of uh those one shots that fraction and zercher did cool uh, i like those right yeah those those were great and it's um it's the first arc looks to run about five issues if the uh if the title is is any indication because it's part one of five but it's a um there's a god killer that uh that that thor will be facing and there's actually you're kind of in the first issue where the story will will be um you'll be reading about Thor from three different eras, uh, years, years, years ago, present day, and a future Thor who is missing an arm and an eye and is the last god of Asgard. And wow, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's, nice. it's conceptual it, continuity. Yeah, like it's, it's 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 gorgeous. It's there's a story there they're telling with the, the, that that I, I, you know, I haven't read everything Aaron's done this. Definitely feels different than other things by him I've read, uh, but he uh, first issue one issue in, and and I kind of I I like I like his Thor, and and it's it's just Thor is the only 
Asgardian we're, we're dealing with, at least in this first issue, we haven't, you know, met Sif or, or Odin or the Warriors 3. It's so it's not, he doesn't have to write about every single god, but it's, it's definitely a Thor story and it is, uh, it's, it's an, I was very, I, I didn't know what to expect because I haven't finished Fraction's Mighty Thor run or I'm not up to date on that. So I didn't, you know, because it's Marvel now, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to read finish that before I could read this, but this it it starts off with, you know, you don't have to know anything else. You don't even have to know about Thor from the Avengers movies or anything like that. It's just it's Good it's move. a great it's a great intro and and uh and like I said, I mean it it's the eye candy is is worth the price of admission, but I, I like this first chapter of, of this story. I want to see where it's going. You know, I have to be very, very wary of that book because Salazar was tweeting today that uh, he loved it, and he said it was proof positive that Jason Aaron is the best writer in comics. If Salazar likes it, uh, I got I got to back off a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Although Sal is right about that. Sounds mm. uh, good. The go. best. The best. Go, Jason. In your travels, because I know people love to play along at home... Do yourself a favor and acquire the first six issues of Adventure Time by yes. Boom under their Kaboom imprint because we're going to talk the hell out of it next week. Yes, we is. Yeah. Awesome you know stuff. This. It is. Very surprising, too. Um, the storyline. You know, I, I am the one that's left out on this. I don't have children. You don't? No, you don't but see, that's the beauty of it, though. You don't need children. No. Um, yeah. No, Chris, I think you'd really like it. You have a heart, right? right? Well, not, it, not the thing is infused with nostalgia. Okay. Yeah, That's I think you'd like dudes. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I, I was, I was very surprised that the storyline lasted, uh, or that was extended. It was yeah. extended as long yeah. as it yeah. was. Yeah. I, I was, I was really thinking that they would be done in one, but no. It would make sense for like you know an eleven minute cartoon, yeah, you yeah. That, but no, I mean they, the backup stories are great too. It, they, oh, it really is a fantastic package. But I mean, I don't, I don't want to step on Jason's in your travel line, and we're going to get into it next week. So yeah, I'm reluctant yes. to spend three ninety nine on a comic. I'm, right. I'll admit it, but for that, definitely worth the money, definitely. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, it was. I picked them up for for ninety nine cents with comics. So funny. And oh, what's I, great is is I get each cover in the digital <laughs> version. You do even all of them? I remember is Jason's yeah. disdain for Adventure Time a couple years ago in New York. Absolutely. I feel absolute, sick. I feel his, sick. I wish I could go back and take that back. No, don't I you need, remember the, need, the picture he sent me? The finger. Yeah. 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 Flipping poor Jake the finger. Now, so not so much. He would actually get, like, shaken. Yeah. He was <laughs> angry and disgusted. Gusted by it, I'm just like, dude, are you? Are you? it's like me seeing like a a Cubs fan. It was mouth, <laughs> and it was crazy. Let's well, see. That was the universe preparing Jason for the inevitable Rick Veach love. Mm. See, it eased him into it. Ah. You know, Adventure Time first, it showed him it's okay to be wrong. Now, when he gets <laughs> to the Veach revelation, he'll be like, yeah, yeah, I've been I've been here before. So true that. <laughs> Hey, everybody. <laughs> we thank you for being here. And guess what? We'll be back again next week. Same time. We'll be waiting for you. We'll have some cookies out, a little bit of beer. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> step to me at the beginning. He's got to step on your outro. Perfect. Holy crap. Look at baby. <laughs> Just come back, please. Get, get, right. Vince, get, who's your favorite Micronauts uh, artist? Michael Golden. See, I'm tempted to say that, but I got to go with Matt Broderick. No, dude. Mike's, oh, no, Golden. Michael Golden. That's fine for you. That's cool. Enjoy That's okay. Right? I'm not saying you're wrong. How could what about I? Howard Bender. Kelly Jones. <laughs> yes, uh, Kelly guys, Jones is good. I can only laugh at Howard Bender. You're not That's, a fan? No, I am. Uh, uh, I, I, to tell you the truth, in, in that pack of artists, Bender... I, I don't think he's he's very not- notable uh, in comparison to Broderick and Michael Golden and yeah I don't know. No. Oh, oh um, no, Steve um, Ditko. Uh, oh, right, finished up, didn't he? Gil he King, Lloyd stuff. Um, go go check out the uh, uh, the photo a day thread on the the monkey room. Yeah, I gotta get monkey's room. It's so Mark Warner is got me. How he's pushing me to um, to up my game on a daily basis because the shit that he's taking in Shanghai is beautiful. So Dude, you really- could take a picture of a, a steaming pile of shit and he would love it. He'd be like, "Oh, Chris, the texture's beautiful." He loves your work. He does, well, his, but his work is awesome too. I know, but he's Aww. been he's been really really fawning over your work, and like rightly so. I, I gotta give you I gotta give you props. You do take a good picture. He does, right? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I got, Is he a better cook or a photographer? I have never tasted anything Chris made, so I'll Wait, have to what? say Oh, that's right. You sold us out that week. That's, that's right. right. I yeah, did. That, that was, yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, we're going to... Um, um, am I going to cook this year for C2? Yes. There's full nice kitchen. kitchen, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll oh. I'll do it up. I'll do we're up the... Cook. Hmm? That'll be good. You're going to cook all right. Yeah, okay. Maybe not the way he's back. While Vince and I are playing mm-hmm. shuffleboard. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and, and, and it's not sh- it's shuffle table. <laughs> First of all, fucking my neighbor has one, and we've been playing it my whole life. It's fucking shuffleboard, dude. It's shuffleboard. <laughs> it's, it's, shuffleboard is on the ground with the sticks. <laughs> dude, I'm going to shuffle your face off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> early and I'm going to school your ass so bad. Oh, I love it. That's the best part of the episode. Keep going. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I, I'm, I'm honestly probably not even going to want to go to the convention. We've got a full table. <laughs> alone, dude. Table. It's, you know, we're going to be in a fun neighborhood. Great, great be- bunch of buds in, in, in one room. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Mario. It's going to be off the chain. Well, yeah, Mario, yeah. yeah. But, uh, great bunch of buds. Chris Campbell. <laughs> no, I love Mario. I love the way he busts those bricks. Hey, everybody! Like I said, I think I said this before. We'll be back next week. Come yeah. join us. Yeah, why not? For real, David. We we, we, we got to talk about the whole story. We didn't we didn't even touch it on that yet. No, I still have it in my uh, comics. Yeah, Me too, and it's criminal because there's a lot of comics in there and a lot of good ones. So. Yeah, you're right. Let's do that. Bye. Peace out. Peace and hair grease.